This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say... I am Emperor! You're listening to the Emperor and the Emperor's Court. It's a celebration the of glory mediocrity. of the Emperor. From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the Cuyahoga, live from the war room here in Cleveland, Ohio, USA, this is the Emperor's Court here on AlphaGeekRadio.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by a half-in-the-bag Lulu. Hey, y'all. After half a glass of wine, one half glass of wine. That's because I haven't eaten very much. You couldn't keep it together for the first hour of the show. No. All right, then. <laughs> it occurs to me that we've been running Jay Cool's voicemail thing, you know, from his album, because yeah. we thought find it funny. He hasn't been on the show in months, and yet we continue to use it before the show starts. I know. That's because we're very gracious. Uh, maybe. Or I actually just think it's funny. It's it funny as hell. Yeah, I noticed all of a sudden he's got a couple music videos out. No, he's too busy to come on the show. Of course he is. I see how it is, Jay. I'll see you at work tomorrow. <laughs> what the hell is this? Oh, you're going to laugh. That's your kick to the curb? I looked. All right. For a I, solid I, 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 hour. I'm not complaining. I just. <laughs> do you want I don't. It? I don't want. No. 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 Look this. At, says, look at where it's from. Uh, okay. Not surprised, but I. This speaks volumes. Uh-huh. But uh, is it a thirty-day thing? Because this just started. Then, if that's the case, I. Uh, you can set them up for forty-five to thirty days. I think. Uh. Okay. All right. Well, we will. We will take a look at this for your kick to the curb. Uh, we also have you have a You've Been Told by Octail now that he's found his new digs. Uh, my apologies in advance. I was supposed to add music to the background, which I did. The problem is I didn't transfer the file over from the Omnisia to Ripley, so my apologies. Uh, unfortunately, we're on the air right Omnisia? away. Omnisia? So, yeah, the machine god. I thought you were going to call it Om- Omnisaw. Yeah, apparently I was mispronouncing it. A couple, I actually received a, a slew of emails from some of our British listeners saying, you know, hey, you know, well, omnis- fuckstick, you're pronouncing it wrong. It's uh, omniscia. And somebody actually sent me a link. Omniscia does make more sense because it's supposed to be omniscient. Okay, well, whatever the case, they sent me a link 
um, okay. that with uh, that you could go to, and it actually pronounced like some okay. person it's pronounced omnisia. Like okay, I've been pronouncing it wrong. I'm an asshole. Fine, you you're right. You do that with a lot of words. Uh, Arthur, you were correct. Uh, well, actually, well, he's the one that sent the link, but a, <laughs> I had four different emails. They told me <laughs> I had pronounced it wrong. So there you go. All right, fine. We got our new computer. Yes, as mentioned briefly on last week's uh, 10-minute hit piece, small little episode saying, hey, you know, we're we're busy. We have people over um, for uh, Thanksgiving dinner that was kind of uh, surprised us as it was not originally planned, and then- We can still do that one. Yes, I I know. I'm holding on to that. Okay. Hmm. At at any rate- um, Sorry. So, I was- where the hell was I going with this as you derailed me again? Oh, <laughs> well, the new machine's up and running. Um, I'm having a bit of an issue with, it was weird because I've got this new, uh, since it's new, the Asus game board, uh, motherboard, which is what was suggested to me to get uh, by the people there, the supposed experts at Micro Center, because and... the only thing I didn't have picked out was a motherboard, so I ran it by them. They said, well, this one's great, and it's on sale. Had I done the research instead of being, you know, wall to wall and shoulder to shoulder with people on Black Friday. Yeah, it was a little crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was. I would have known that this thing is a piece of trash and that no one likes Asus boards and with good reason. I've had nothing but problems with this since I got it. And since I put the whole thing together, I'm not about to rip it apart yet. But avoid getting an Asus board, folks. Do yourself a favor. But the problem I'm having right now is all of a sudden it started throwing surge protector issues and shutting itself down anytime I was playing a game that had even a little bit of graphics, oh which is weird God. because for a week and a half it worked no problems. Right. Now well, this. and I, was it a sound card that I got? Yeah, you? that's the other thing too. Is the now the sound card? It was working fine for the first couple of days. Now it will randomly shut itself off and then shut itself back on and then shut itself off and then shut itself back on, and it continues to reset itself every time I try and you know lower the volume or what have you. Very fun, annoying. Fun. Yes. So I was able to turn off the surge, uh, anti-surge warning notice, which apparently is a well-known issue with Asus boards, especially if you have uh, some of the newer video cards. Oh. Now, despite the fact that the the motherboard itself is not old and came out about the same time as those new video cards, you think they would have had it patched in there to fix that. No, nope. of course not. Nope. Nope. And I've looked. I've gotten everything I can find on it. So I'm still working out some of the bugs, and there are a few, of uh, the new... Why does it keep saying that I've got notifications on Twitter, and yet I've got nothing here? I don't know. Very strange. I okay, hear the prints up there. It's under mentions. On the air now, which may surprise people. I know I've not had a very good track record of live shows recently. Life has gotten in the way. Yeah, so my apologies, but... Obviously, we're here and running. But the plan going forward, and I had mentioned this before, and I was hoping to get a little bit of feedback, and I haven't gotten a ton other than, yeah, do whatever you want. No, that's fine. It's good. Yeah, do whatever you like. No, I'm looking for actual input, not, no, we trust you. Just go ahead and run with it. No, was hoping for a little more feedback than that. But it's one of three things that I'd like to do with the video streaming of games, at least to go forward. Now, ooh, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, one of the things that I had planned on doing, it, well, it's one of three. Um, sorry, I, I was, I've been Oh, ex- is that that guy? Yes, I'll, I'll get to that here in a minute. Um, and 
there's a story that goes with that. And uh, anyways, we'll get to that in a second. So uh, either uh, a I want to do um, broadcasting play by play of games, which is what I did back in the days when I started. You know, when I cut my teeth on internet radio long before you know podcasting had a name or anybody even knew what it was. Long before anybody was doing it, before your day nines and your whatnot. I was the original shoutcaster of games. All of them should be worshipping at my feet. And even today, all of them can't hold a candle to me. I am the Tom Hamilton of esports. You people can't see, but I'm rolling my eyes. Yes, you are. But it's true, everything I'm saying. And those who have listened from the old school know exactly what I mean. First to add music to things. First to have commercials that weren't real. Do you think Day 9 can do the International House of Tits, Ass, and Pancakes that sponsors this game? No, of course not. You know there's a real place called Smut and Eggs, right? No, I did not, but I'm sure there's lots of look places at, like that. that look exist. it up. It's funny. Do I have to? All right, all right. I ask. Yeah, okay. Just because you ask doesn't mean I do it. All right, so Smuts and Eggs? Yep. Uh, Smut, not with an S. Oh. You're the one that's slurring. I you know. Bennett's Smut and Eggs? Yep. What? <gasps> oh, well, okay. So glad we came here to look at this. The Asshole Corner. That's a sign in their store or shop or whatever. From 2012 was yeah. the last time their Facebook was updated. So that should tell you all you need to know. Wow, it even looks like some rundown crack house in the corner of a normal Detroit neighborhood. Mm. <laughs> Closed. On Yelp, it had two reviews. Let's see. It seems Legardo no, no, is no, no. that's Legardo's. Okay. I don't want I don't care about that one. So where do I see the reviews on this thing? Uh, it may not it may not give them to because you because it's got closed. a closed. Yeah, I just was curious when it closed. What the hell is this thing, anyways? Wisconsin? Yeah. Oh. Not the kind of thing you expect to find in Wisconsin. Bennett's. Oh, okay, this is according is. to. Now, this is strange to me. This is Yelp, and this is tagged from July 24, 2007. Sadly, Bennett's, which served on up Smutton Eggs, has closed. It was a great place. And another one from 2006. And yet, the Facebook shows 2012. Shows 2012. So I wonder if he reopened under uh, the same name somewhere else. Uh, restaurant and cafe. Let's see. Oh, wait. There was one that said not for tourists. Not for tourists? Yeah, 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 yeah. the hell does that Scroll mean? Scroll down. Twi- uh, twisted spoke. Okay. Uh, again, like I said, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have something very similar to this. Closed. I'm starting to see a uh, trend here. Yeah, nobody wants to watch hardcore porn while they're eating. Whether you are a devoted porn <laughs> fanatic, lover of the avant-garde, or just looking for something to eat at 1 a.m., of course, because that's exactly when you're going to go to this place, uh, besides pizza or burritos, Smut and Eggs at Twisted Spoke is guaranteed to please all. True its name, Smut and Eggs combines two classic American pastimes, a hearty breakfast and hardcore porn. <laughs> Cannot believe we've never heard of this place. Uh, come on, people in Chicago. You're not going to tell me this? I know you're dodging bullets, but you can at least drop me a line. This would have been a great story. At the stroke of midnight, every Saturday, this self-described friendly biker bar turns into a haven for the hungry and 
Horny. Well, it says perverted, but I would have said horny because that was uh, alliteration. With a film collection that ranges from the golden days of the 1970s, which means bushy porn and mustaches. Is that how that goes? Yeah. All right, so not a chance. To current classics, don't be surprised to see John Holmes or Jenna Jameson performing in quotations as you deftly navigate the menu. If biker bar and porn are two words that don't exactly, actually it's three words, are don't exactly make you hungry, rest assured the food is actually quite delicious. Big portions of your typical meat and potato fare, and egg in this case, dominate with other selections being Elvis toast, French toast, stuffed with peanut butter and bananas, and a, quote, real man-sized bowl of oatmeal. Plus, if you're looking for that late-night hookup, there is no better way to spot a potential freak than to see how they react when the ubiquitous girl-on-girl scene comes on. I I can see why this is on NotForTourist.com. I would agree. I don't know why I remember this place. Oh, I think I do. (laughs) I've never obviously been. Then I don't think anybody listening to the show would be surprised. Uh, Twisted Spoke opens seven day a week for all your dining enjoyment. Yeah. 500 bottles of whiskeys and we're looking for more. Okay, so it says, it's, yeah, it's closed. Well, I'm starting to see a trend. If That's you a definite wanna, niche market. I was going to say, well, I don't even think it's a niche market because it's filling no the one's void. Going. Yeah. Okay. Ah ha ha. Filling the void. I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. It was right there. Uh, whatever, Artemis. He says he's got an ace support and hasn't had any issues except the Alkick Radio. Spelled wrong. Well, okay, but I'm sure he's just typing on the fly. I do the same thing. Yeah. I could hammer him on that. Although I normally would. Uh, okay, anyways, uh, folks, if you want to get in the conversation, I'll be honest with you, the best way to hit us up is on Twitter these days because that's what you people seem to prefer to contact us. It is at Emperor's Court. You can send us a text. You can hit us up on Facebook. Emperor's Court, not hard to find. Uh, we're not the Chinese restaurant, although they're number two or number three down the list now. We're number one, as we should be. Um, but that's the best way. If you want to hop in IRC, feel free. Um, I, I will be honest, the last couple live shows, my apologies, I forgot about it. I, I just, we just don't, IRC just isn't a thing. It is, or it, it's not really what people use anymore, and it hasn't been for a long time. And, you know, no wife told me that back when we restarted yeah. this thing a year ago. God, we, we, hey. It's shout out to Highlander. I guess we lasted more than six months. Ha! Huh? Actually, Fuckstick. it showed up on my timeline in Facebook. Oh, what that we was have it? actually? I think it was November the twenty eighth or 29th was yeah. our one year back. So there we go, one year. So I'm going to take this time to thank you and say we're now retiring the show again, <laughs> and we will see you a year from now when things are more interesting. <laughs> We're going to stick around long enough to beat that six. I'll be gone in five months. Yeah, fuck you. You'll get bored again. Uh, getting bored it was never really the issue. That little baby is so cute. Uh, what, on Twitter? Yeah. <sighs> we can't have yeah. a nice <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh... I don't know why we're now looking at cat pictures on because you have something that you follow called emergency kittens. Well, hey, they come in handy some days. I know you send me when I'm having a rough day. You send them to me. 
No, I usually send you notes saying, suck it up, buttercup, you're an adult, act like it. You know, that kind of thing. Thanks to Monty the Colored Man, we have 70 days. Seven, zero, days. Till pitchers and catchers. Until pitchers and catchers report. Hot damn. Baseball season cannot get here soon enough. The Ohio State University Buckeyes football team beat that team from up north in the game. Number two versus number three in the nation. And it did not disappoint, ladies and gentlemen. No, that was a nail-biter. The Buckeyes came storming back to tie up the game at the last second. And then we went into overtime. Double overtime. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was double overtime. Yes, where I will, spoiler alert, ran it in for a touchdown to win the game. All in capital letters. Yeah, it was tight. It was a lot of fun. So we stayed at number two for the college football playoff committee. Michigan is knocked out. They've lost now eight straight to us, and I think they've lost, what, 14 of the last 17 nice. years? So it's re- although everybody made this big hype that Jim Harbaugh is going to make it a rivalry <laughs> again, it's the new 10-year war, and it very well may be at some point. But you got to win first to make it a rivalry, and you've got to make win more than just once. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, their best chance to beat us was this year. Yeah, yeah. We had only one senior. Yeah, they were all they're all newbies. Yep. They're all uh freshmen, sophomores, couple juniors. But because of the NFL draft and graduation devastated the lineup. Yeah. Which you expected. And then obviously Michigan finally having a decent recruiting class, uh, they stormed up themselves all the way up to like number three in the rankings. It was a very good game to watch. It was. And it was enjoyable to punch them in the mouth again. Yeah. Home. Darth Walker and I were actually getting his phone um fixed and we were at the AT&T store. And I forgot we had Darth Walker here during the yeah, break. Yeah, and then we were, um, all activity was pretty much stopped because everybody was watching it on this <laughs> so, huge Yeah, it was over, over time when you were there. It was awesome. So, how did his mandate go? Didn't he have his first date that yes, last Sunday? Yes, yes he did. And? He said it went well, they went for sushi, and you know, that's kind of the only... Is that code for something? No. Oh, no, so they actually went for sushi. Yeah. That's a date? Yes. Okay. It's I'm sorry. Dinner. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, two dudes went with sushi. It up to them. wasn't two dudes. He had a date with a female. Thank you very oh. much. It's funny because Bass and I had this conversation at her stick fighting class. I mean, I was kind of pegged for a... He's not Fanny gay. Totally. He's not gay. The butt pirates. At least not that I know of. I, who cares if he is? Anyway, so how does date go? He said it went well, um, but that's pretty much all I got out of it. Well, I don't think he's gonna, you know, say, "Oh, and then I took her home, Mom." You're gonna believe the things we did. I know. I he's... didn't know you could do these things. Did you? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, well, yeah. you know, I I hope it went well, and I hope she right. didn't run away screaming. No, no. Um, you know, stuff kind of got overshadowed on Monday, so he didn't really give me a whole lot of detail. And when you say overshadowed, why don't you explain to all these fine people what you mean? Oh, um, there was a, um, I don't know what you would call it. There was a knife-wielding maniac. A terror <laughs> attack at the Ohio State University <laughs> yeah. where Silk goes to school. Yes, and, and actually she would have been right there in that vicinity because it was by the science and engineering area. So I'm glad that uh, under normal circumstances I might have been pissed off at her for uh, sleeping through her alarm and skipping class. <laughs> but 
um, I was quite glad that she and her girlfriend were not there. So for those still following along who may or may not have known about the news or uh, who are our overseas listeners and this wasn't carried, I don't know what they care overseas or not, but a 18-year-old mm-hmm. Islamic Somali refugee uh, man who's living here as a permanent resident. Right around 10 o'clock in the morning, he um, ran his car into a group of students and then came out with a butcher knife. And started swinging and yep. knifing whoever he can get his hands on yep. until luckily a nearby campus police officer drew a Captain. sidearm and shot him dead. Yeah. But not uh, before he critically wounded four, injured another five. Yeah, there were nine in the hospital, all of which have been released, I believe. Uh, no, no, there's, a couple, there's two that have not been. Okay. They're going to be at some point. Yeah. They're gonna, everyone's going to get a full recovery. But right. luckily, this nut job yeah. decided to use his car. And then, and as it's come out since then, he is apparently they're they're saying that he self-radicalized. Yeah. And that he was backing ISIS and he didn't like the fact that you know, he didn't feel he could pray in public, yeah, and he I, was uh, he was upset that the prevailing opinion of people is that Muslims are violent terrorists. Right. So he proves them right. Right, by feeding into it. Of course, when asked by his friends and neighbors about these supposed... He dates, was always so nice. Yeah, we don't remember him ever saying he, he had these so problems. Quiet. They even asked his, uh, uh, again, supposedly Somali, because uh, uh, I did not know this. But Columbus is the largest Somali community in the country. Yeah, I knew that. Okay, I did not. Anyway, so they asked, you know, his Somali friends and family, and they all saying he never mentioned anything about yeah. feeling that he couldn't pray Actually, in public or that he was being. He did. He was in a, an interview on the well, lantern. But that's what they're saying is that well, this is the first we heard of it when this this lantern thing came out. And next thing you know, he's plowing over kids and and stabbing everybody with a butcher knife. Yep. So yeah, there you go. So that was on Ohio State. That was that last was on Monday. Monday. Yeah. Um, I actually, um, at 9.56, somewhere around there, I logged on and saw that that was going on at five minutes after 10, I got a text from Silk going, we're fine, we're fine. Uh, Erebus, actually, I do have PlayStation, PlayStation experience pulled up. Uh, Danny, uh, or Danny, Jesus Artemis. No, I ever got that. No, Davis is the one asking. Um, no, IRC, actually, okay, a couple of you now are saying this. IRC apparently is not working, which is weird because we're in it, but no one else is. But I joined this uh, about an hour ago, so I don't know if there's an issue with it or not. Uh, so my apologies if you cannot get in. There's three of you now mentioning you can't connect to IRC. So, again, best thing to do, hit us up on Twitter. We'll get to that. Uh, yes, we are going to get to the PlayStation experience. Um, I've got that pulled up. Forty some games were announced, which is uh, kind of cool. Yeah, it, it, I believe it concluded yesterday evening, if I remember correctly. I meant to sit down and watch this live because being live streamed. The problem is, <gasps> the Prince Imperial got sick. Yeah, very. And he's sick. just like you. He's the yeah. only person I know who can go from the snivels to full blown bronchitis in a day. And it happened. And that's what we've been dealing with. So he started getting sick right around the same time. I would have been watching this. Yeah. So although today, you know, he's rebounded. He's oh my much God. better than he was. He's I, a little whiny in the last okay, an but hour because he's, he's tired. Yes. He's, he's just, he didn't sleep hardly at all last night. But I tell you what, he loves playing Mega Man. Oh. Well, he thinks he is. He thinks he, he's, he's playing He's four. It. So I. <laughs> You're live streaming YouTube. Well, no, what I do is I put him in front of YouTube and I. And I I'll give him click the, on. Yeah, I'll give. I, he has the controller. 
that the Nyko controller that Blizzard sent me, and then he has his, my headphones on. He's so damn cute. And I play the video, and then I, I enlarge it so it looks like he's playing the game, and I put it on a speed run. So he's there banging away at his, his controller, and <laughs> he sits there for a good 15, 20 minutes on a speed run thinking he's playing, and every time he beats you know, a different, and he knows the robots by oh, name. Yeah. And he's only he's only done this twice because yeah. I, I point out to him all the different robots. He knows them all by name. For Mega Man One and Two, he's like a little sponge. That one, he is. And oh, games tell him are about his thing. Tell about his new toy. Uh, I, I I will get to that in a minute. Okay. Okay. It's pretty awesome. <sighs> F for Frank. Yes, you cannot get into the IRC at the moment because I don't know why it's not working. I don't know. Interesting name. I don't think I've ever heard of F for Frank. I'm assuming you're a new listener or just one I've never heard of. Kind of clever. Yeah. Welcome back or. Welcome to the show, whichever one happens to be appropriate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, for yes, your wine's gone. Are you going to go get another one now? In a minute. Well, go ahead while I'm explaining to him what what him what explain to them what this is. Okay. Maybe it'll make you more interesting. Is that your age, your IQ, or both? Do you kiss your mother with that mouth? Because I know you kiss your son with that mouth. Ew. <laughs> so for Christmas, and my aunt could not wait, this is my son's great aunt, my aunt, got him this kid's DJ spin desk. The spin table, I guess is the best way to describe it. It looks like something you'd see Skrillex using or whatever rap artist happened to be up there who's mixing something down with the... The uh, the old album, the old vinyl LP on the side that you can scratch to make noises. This has everything. You can mix your own music. It's got its beats. It's got 12 different songs loaded into it. It's a keyboard. It's got a microphone. It has an MP3 player or an iPod. Um, not an actual iPod, but, you know, a kid's cheapy, you know, iPod knockoff attached to it. So you can record everything up to, like, 10 minutes, save it to the iPod, and you can save, like, a couple different uh, uh, ten-minute songs or whatever, and take them with you. It disconnects from the from the desk. You can plug your headphones into it, and that's the other thing. Nice, it's got headphones for the for the deck too, and you can take it with you, and he can listen to himself, you know, talking and singing and whatnot. And it's hilarious. It's loud. It's got a lot of buttons, a lot of lights, and he loves it. And has not stopped using it. But I would find this annoying if not for the headphones that come with it. So thank you, VTech, for thinking ahead for us parents and putting in a port for headphones. Thank you, Aunt Marcia. Yes, I did. Talking about a Brownsburg season exclusive interview with real Mary Carey. Jesus Christ. Those are big, fat, fake boobs. No one cares. Update by Blizzard Customer Service. While things stabilize throughout the day, we are investigating new reports of latency and disconnections this evening. Yeah, no shit. A couple of us, a couple of us, five of us were trying to play Team League last night, lagging all over the damn place. We won, but it was very frustrating and annoying. But apparently, uh, it affected, I think, Overwatch more so than um, Here's the Storm. But they were getting a DDoS attack last night. They're getting DOS for some reason. I don't know why, uh, it, and who knows what group was doing it, but what are you drinking, by the way? I know it's wine, but... Cheap red wine. Okay, so it's uh, gutter trash wine. Pretty much. Okay. okay. Approved by bums everywhere. I, I don't care. It's tasty. That's fine. I'm not, I ain't spending money on wine. 
What? Is my tongue purple yet? I I guess. Yes, it is. So I assume the food arrived? Yes, and the um, supposed free dessert was not delivered, so they did take $6 off of the order. (laughs) God. Mystic Mim decided she wanted wanted pizza tonight, so we ordered from the local pizza place, which actually makes a very good pie, relatively speaking. Except that- It ain't Barbarino's, but- Except their delivery is always an hour or more. You know what? And it's like five minutes down the road. We could go get it. It's just, it's raining. It's crappy. We had a show to do. We were tired. We ordered this thing at six. All right. They delivered it. For one, they were late getting it here by half an hour. So I guess they told Miss McMahon they'd give us a free dessert. Yeah. Which apparently, from what you said, they just forgot. Yeah. All right then. Yep. Well, that's right. At least it's money off the bill, I suppose. Yeah. They gave me a free salad is pretty much what it ended up being. Uh Okay. Yeah. Hey, I'm trying to be better. At what? Eating healthily. Really? Healthy. Why don't you explain to our listeners what you've done the last day and a half? Go ahead. Baked healthy like, living. Baked like a fiend. That doesn't mean I'm eating it all. I I give this stuff away for Christmas. And presents. what have you baked? Oh uh, God, coconut macaroons, pumpkin chocolate chip bread, uh, banana bread, ginger snaps, chocolate chips, um, date nut pinwheels, and and regular chocolate chip cookies. And I only stopped because I was getting very tired and I was almost out of sugar. So you may be living a healthier lifestyle. Now she drinks her second glass of wine and we'll be partaking of pizza and salad here in a moment she decides to go ahead and corrupt everybody else you're like slanesh i you're the god of excess i can't afford to give everybody presents so i give them so you go and give them the gift of love i see and all the electricity and water and every gas and everything you just used here you're gonna pay me for that right yeah because you know love doesn't pay the utilities I tell you what, I'll write a check out for love, and then I, I'll just leave it blank, and I'll mail it to them and say, hey, it is the season. Here's some love to cover the gas bill. See you in 2017, and we'll see what happens. If we're not freezing by this time next week because they cut the gas off. Do not paying utilities affect your credit score? I'm not sure if they do or not, Okay, honestly. Because it's actually kind of a funny thing to actually try, but no. I'll be damned if I'm going to have a late payment. No, <laughs> no, no. I pay all my bills by online, but that'd be kind of funny to send a check-in. Because even though I've told them not to, they still they send still you send a it, hard yes, copy and bill. I, I even click on the thing saying, hey. Okay, I don't know what that is, but that was fucking loud. I, I, I've never heard of this person. Who the hell is this? I don't know. Damn, those are... Finally, a politician you want to be screwed by. Reality TV ah, star. there you go, Playboy. And Playboy TV star, Mary Carey. For bookings, call her manager, Gina. Okay. That woman's had a lot of work done. Yeah, but I'm assuming all of them in Playboy are. No, I'm talking about the face, too. Is that a Golden State hat? Yeah, it is. Go fuck yourself. All right. Well, she's cute in that picture. She's wearing a Golden State hat. So, no. No, she's not. That's a lot of makeup. That's a lot of boobs. She also looks old. 
She's trying to hide it with makeup. Fine, we'll find out how old she is, because now I'm curious. Okay, because nobody was asking, but whatever. You say that, but I know you were. No, I wasn't. Secretly, in your your woman's mind, is you hate all other oh. women who are more attractive than you are. <gasps> She's probably a bitch. She probably has AIDS. Oh, she's had all this work done. I am not that woman. She's had all that work done. Apparently there's been a nope. lot of Mary Carries. I would think of... It's C-A-R-E-Y. Wait. Um, that's got to be her, right? Yep, yeah, okay. That's her. <laughs> and the reason oh, I know... Oh, she's a pornographic Because she's a pornographic actress. I'm like, okay, well, it's not too far from hop, skip, and a jump away from Playboy to this. Born in 1980, so she's 36. Oh, so, roughly my age, 120 pounds, five foot. Nah, she's tall. Yeah, she's tall and skinny. Yep, that's why no. she has the boobs. <laughs> Number of adult films: 102 as a performer, three as a director, which she probably all did in a <laughs> three-month time. 2009, she made a film uh, titled "Celebrity Pornhub" with Doctor Screw. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrity Pornhub with Doctor Screw. All right. Well, and this is why we're seeing her on our Twitter feed, because she was doing a local podcast that we follow, because she was born and raised here in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh. She puts together like six weeks at a time of sobriety and then drifts away. We're trying to get her to stay with it once and for all, says Drew Pinsky from Dr. Drew. Oh, Okay. Mary Carey, M-A-R-Y space C-A-R-E-Y. For all you porn nuts out there, and I know there's a lot of you, during the 2003 California recall election, I was trying to find out why, why politics is involved in this at all. Carey signed a contract with Kick-Ass Pictures and a publicity stunt. They came up with the idea that Carey should run for governor <laughs> because no porn star has ever done... They've had porn actresses fucking <laughs> president in Italy or something before. She ran on an 11-point platform that included somewhat tongue-in-cheek promises of taxing breast implants making lap dances tax-deductible, and creating a porn-for-pistols exchange program. In June 2005, <laughs> Carrie announced her bid for lieutenant governor of California as an independent in 2006. <laughs> she has also said that she hopes to run for a major party nomination to be president of the United States upon her reaching the age of 35, per the minimum age requirement here in the States. She dropped out of the race in October 2006 to take care of her mother, who had jumped off a building while off her medications. No, I'm pretty sure it had nothing to do with the medications. I'm sure it was her porn actress daughter running for governor trying to get breast implant taxes. And apparently she violated a city strip club ordinance that forbids dancers from sexually touching themselves. So she was masturbating on stage. This shocks. No, Okay, this one makes her look fat. Yeah. That was in 2009. All right. Uh, okay, well, that explains why then she has the Golden State hat, because she's over in, in California. She's kind of lopsided in that picture. Added to the AVN Hall of Fame? I don't know what that is. I, I don't either. I got to find out now. Uh, honors people for their work in the adult film industry. Oh, okay, adult film. What's the N stand for, then? Uh, what's the V stand for? You just Adult said- video? I guess. Adult Video National? Wow, there's a lot of nominees. Uh, Of course there is. And they've all, they've got like 100 films they all recorded in like, you know, three weeks. Adult Video News. Okay. 
Appear- they are called the Oscars of porn. <laughs> yeah. The pornies? All right. They have a trade magazine? Oh, my God. Look well, at- I'm not surprised. <laughs> look at this. Yeah, I can't wait to bring this one home. Look at Ma. I finally did it. I did it. I can't poop anymore, but I did it. I whistle when I walk, but by God, it was worth it. <laughs> yeah. The event started out as the adult software exhibition of the show. Oh, Jesus. What the hell is this? No. Uh, why is Restart it? later. Why do we always... I don't know. Why does a restart come up right in the middle of a show every goddamn time? Because we only start this thing once a week, and apparently Microsoft has to kick out a friggin' update every three days, which tells me a lot. Originally, the award show was part of the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. Try and figure that one out, folks. But over time, it grew and garnered more attention, allowing it to be established as a separate event in the 1990s. The event started out as and the it's always in Vegas. adult software exhibition of the show, which attracted as many as 100,000 visitors, in addition to those attending the CES. <laughs> so 100,000 people that watch porn... That's got to be a little freaky. Yeah, speaking of stupid names like, you know, the the pornies or whatever, the names you sent me for franchises for Overwatch in various cities sucked. I was very disappointed in the creativity of our listeners, or lack thereof. <laughs> I don't even want to know. Uh, uh, I like looking at the names, but <laughs> New Wave Hookers 2. New Wave Hookers 3, all in the same the, AVN, by the way. The Bottom Dweller. Face Dance. <laughs> Got it. Beauty in the breast, of course. Pretty peaches. Got it. Uh huh. Oh, they have a best foreign film. A foreign, of course. But nobody won. No. The last goodbye, bi. Well done. More of a man. All right. Kiss off. Valley of the Bydolls. Innocence found, then lost. Romeo and Julian. By and <laughs> beyond. Honorable discharge. <laughs> Pumping fever. Got it. Men who work it alone. The beat cop. Look. I- this I'm not a porn guy, but I got to tell you, hilarious. the names alone are worth it. <laughs> Penetrator 2, Grudge Fuck Day. Oh, Jesus Christ. Skin Hunger. Head Trip. <laughs> Dear Derriere. All right. Four, okay. Extreme Close Up. Oh, God. Operation Sex Siege. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend's girlfriend. Butt slammers for the buttoning. <laughs> That's uh, folks. I ain't making this up. I'm reading it off of Wikipedia. Let's say no joke. That's the honest to God's name. Uh, oh God! All right. Uh, uh, ben Dover. The Ben Dover series. Switch hitters eight. <laughs> By the eighth one in the movie, or eighth one of the series. Do you really have any more story to tell? Do they still tell they, they still tell stories in porn? I, I don't know. I'm guessing probably not. Remembering times gone by, bi. Revenge of the Bi Dolls. Okay. Family values. 
<laughs> oh, I just imagine what that one is. Okay, keep it in the pants. <laughs> keep it in the family. Lana Luster in Driven Home. Flesh and Blood. Titan Men Alone in the Backwoods. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I'm sure. Rob Lee's Private Moments. Oh, Jesus. Where are we now? We're in the early 2000s. I just want to see if there's any of these that are like named after current movies. You know, I, I don't know. That are kind of, Keep you know. Like the Private Gladiator. The Sopranos. Sopranos. Hell, Whores, and High Heels. Crack Her Jack. <laughs> Got oh, it. Oh, jeez. The Scottish Love Knot. Autumn Hayes versus the Son of Dong. Perverted <laughs> Stories 31. But woman is Bella. Bring 'em young nine. The opening. Bring 'em young. Get it? Okay. The opening of Misty Beethoven. The Four Finger Club Part Two. Ooh, Captain Mong Captain Mongo's Porno Playhouse. Best selling title of the year, Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style. <laughs> I really shouldn't be surprised that <coughs> he had a porno mate. <coughs> <clears throat> Ass traffickers. All right. Camp Cuddly. Camp Cuddly Pines Power Tool Massacre. Massacre. Okay. Well, that's different. Uh, They're just starting to lose their... Who fucked Rocco? Okay. Night of the Giving Head. Ass blasting felching anal horse. <laughs> Night of the Giving Head. I said that one. I know. I just, it took me a second to read it myself. Like, oh, oh, I see. No, folks, that, again, starring Cindy Crawford, Rick Masters, and Audrey Hollander, ass-blasting, felching anal horse. I can't imagine why this doesn't have a link to elsewhere in Wikipedia that's to gotta, read the plot point. That's got to be a different Cindy Crawford. Uh, I would. <laughs> yeah, that is. She's really hard up for work. <clears throat> Debbie Does Dallas, again. No, that's that's the best the, renting that's in title the of the year. Classics. That's fine. Uh, I'm just Operation Desert Stormy, Furious Fuckers, The Final Race. Okay. All right. Misty Beethoven. Misty Beethoven. The musical. Ooh, fetish circus. Mm-mm. Porn Wars Episode One. I wonder if it was as disappointing as Star Wars Episode One was. I'm done with this. Uh, that that <laughs> that got us off that on an interesting tangent. Bit, yes, went on a lot longer than it probably should have. So there you go. It was pretty funny though. Anyway, so thanks go out to the Man Cave Podcast. You're the one who got us derailed on this shit because I, this chick was from Cleveland. I've never heard of her and never seen her. So I well, had why to would look. you? You are you an aficionado of porn? You know, I'm really not. Although I, I probably should be considering that 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 middle class white male under the age of forty demographic. Uh, it's not really my thing. I can't. I just can't. I'm like, look, there's not no way any of these chicks would ever, you know, come on to me. I I am so far ahead of them that I would <laughs> look down to them in derision. Hey, baby, want to make a movie? No. See, I've got after work you grab their boobs though. to do. Well, oh, they're gonna. I only did that a few times. Couple of, never. You're a boob man. Are you? You're a boob I, man. I do, yes, but equally, I'm as much an ass man. 
Lugman comes in a distant second. Distant but they have, they have a third. Well, no, because I kind of put the first two at like. Equal. Oh, okay, they're on equal footing. But I really value their personality and sense of humor and intelligence. Blah blah blah. <laughs> That's a way of saying I don't know that they're. You caught on to that, did you? They're wow, ugly. you're sharp. Oh, Hondo made it in and then immediately disconnected. <laughs> Sorry, man. Like I said, it, it's apparently it is uh, yeah. fucked up. Yeah, what are you gonna do? So, what else have you gone, done since the last two weeks since you've been here, Lulu? Besides worrying about my kids and oh, those only matter of hours. We knew very early on that she I wasn't there. I don't care. It still caused me some issues. And then baking like a fiend for the last two days. So you live a boring lifestyle. I I do. Fail. I really do. Fail. Somebody hit on me the other day, but that's about it. Oh, do tell. It wasn't anything exciting. It was just some... You got hit on. That should be exciting enough for you. So tell I was, us. I was cat-called in cat the street. Cat-called? And then that... How does that work exactly? Aren't you beautiful? That's a cat-call? Yeah, well, I'll take that versus a... Hey, baby. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's a cat... Wow, I you... I was called cool. beautiful. On the street? Yeah. You are desperate for attention. If yes, I am. I, I kind of am. I'm so, I'm so lonely. Well, it's not like I haven't tried to whoring you out before, but you just you fought me every step of the way. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm just gonna close up shop and re-virginize. Pretty and sure your it. shop's already closed up and has been for a while. And I would not be surprised if your hymen's like, hey, hey, I'm re-girl. I'm bad with a vengeance. You'll never get rid of me. Nah, all the other kind of herpes. <laughs> It hurts when you do it, and I'm always there when you don't want me to be. Yeah. Know, right. Who, that, what? That would be bad. Yes, probably. The first time any woman does it, it's like, eh, okay, I'm, eh. So where were you in your first time? Were you in the closet at the party? Were you at the funeral? No. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. You had all these weird stories. I was 17. In my bedroom with my first boyfriend. Whore. Bad parenting, folks. Bad parenting. How is that bad parenting? Because you're, you were in your own house doing this, and your parents were oblivious. No, they were both at work. All the more reason they should never trust you to be alone. Yeah. Okay. Clearly. And how that work out for you? I was with him for almost three years. And what happened to him at the end? I can't. It's, what? Um, what? What? Go ahead. It's like you're giving out names. It's not like they're going like to start pulling up like microfish of articles in the local newspaper you grew up. Let's see. Who was this guy that she was with? That's there on page seven. There's a picture of her. Now we have a face. Let's find out. He left me for his best friend. Who was And male? her name was? His name was Josh. Josh. Got it. All right. I think we're starting to see a pattern. Yeah, I sure can pick them, folks. Yep. So you turn one guy gay. Uh-huh. Or you look manly enough that he was willing to go ahead and bite the bullet. I did not look manly, and I do right. not look manly now. Well, I didn't say look manly now. You look a little run down now, but you're clearly a woman. You're in your second glass of wine on a Sunday night doing an internet radio show talking to nerds like me. And you are where? I just said nerds like me. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm not denying the fact what I'm doing. I, it's pretty easy. I'm the host of this and have been for... 12 years? 14 years. Oh. Well, I took, you know, if you combine all the time I've been yeah. offline, it's like two years. 12 years? Yeah. And? Nothing. This is, this, not, this is not out of the ordinary for me. You, on the other hand, people look at you like, eh, it was probably a trophy wife before her life caught up with her. Wouldn't expect her to naturally go on the air and Before do a, life caught up with me. All right, fine. Before she got, you know, near retirement. Whatever the case may be. And now you're doing this show. So I... And living in your basement. And living Woo-hoo! in my I'm basement. I'm a winner, folks. What a catch am I. Email her manager, me, at everyone g at cox.net. She's available for shows. <laughs> Don't you dare spit out my carpeting. Don't you dare. That's right. Swallow that. Spend more of that. That's what married. he said. If you did more of that, you still be married. <laughs> so you were with her for three years before you realized you never knew he was gay? Uh-uh. Never had a clue? Uh-uh. He's married now to a woman with two kids. So apparently he's bi. Uh, that's one option. There's another option. Mm, she's a beard. Uh, or he was just trying to get rid of me. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, it's not you. It's me. I'm not gay, but I'll learn. <laughs> this isn't gonna work. I'm sorry. I I I'd rather suck a dick than spend one more minute. Have with you, you suck mine? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we know exactly what kind of lady she was back when she was age of seventeen to twenty. <laughs> I was pretty wild, actually. Uh, okay, clearly. Uh, oh, really? And I, now I'm curious. What is exactly is your definition of wild? I don't know. Being tied up. Keep it up, R-rated. Tied up, blindfolded, spanked. You. Yeah. Really? Betty Crocker? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what you're supposed to be. Betty Crocker in the kitchen and a whore in the bedroom, uh, right? I guess. I, sorry, I just have a hard time believing it. I, I, I'd i call bullshit, except I really don't want to find out if that's true, and I don't care. It's not like I have pictures. Or wait, do I? No, I don't. <laughs> there was like, <laughs> does she? Well, there's another Patreon coming, folks. We have another photo shoot. Apparently, this one's a lot more. No, I now. had them burned. I'm sure. Okay, I'm sure you did. No, I did. Sure, hon, I burned them. No. Blink. No. Um, actually, with my first husband, I... There's a book. Is that the badass? Yes. You know I'm a badass, don't you? Yes, that guy. (laughs) There was a book called 101 Nights of Great Sex, and it's one of those books where- And you got through what? One? No, we we went through the whole book. Um, But the pages are sealed, and like 50 of them are for the woman, and 50 of them are for the man. So you open them up, and they have all these little scenarios. And one of the scenarios was- do a photo shoot, an X-rated photo shoot, and we happened to have a Polaroid digital camera, so no film. This was like 15 years ago, so it's not like we could just get a digital camera or anything like that. Um, and when we got divorced, um, <laughs> I'm sure there copies was, were never made. No, there were some issues where he was kind of a pain in the ass and freaky and whatnot and he would say stuff like I just sat there and watched you sleep all night no that's not creepy at all Paul you were married to him at the time right I don't care that's creepy really yes you don't find that sweet 
Not the way that he implied that he was doing it. Oh, okay. I was like, I was like drooling on your hair or something. That jerking himself off. I don't want to. Yeah, right, yeah go okay. On, go so on. creepy, right? All right. Yeah. So this my is a show about video games, right? And I, I promise we are getting to the PlayStation experience. I also want to talk about those classic consoles that are out. So do you want me to shut up? No, no, because this must be explored. Uh, okay. Okay, I'm sorry, continue. And so I right, had these pictures sitting up on my on my kitchen, you know, like bar area, and my sister and her husband <laughs> went to my house to grab some clothes and makeup and stuff for me because I was staying away from him that particular weekend. And they came across them, and I'm like, oh, my God, please do no. And the only comment that my sister had to say to me was, you you look like you're wearing an awful lot of makeup in these. Like, really? I'm, I'm... So she went through all of the, How many were there? Like 10 or 12. And then I personally burned them in my barbecue. So I know they were gone. So you have no idea how many he took of you when you were sleeping? No. I hope none. Okay. <laughs> but I, I, anyway. I mean, I suppose it's not unusual for uh, married couples to do that. I, I suppose I just for you, it's like uh, okay. I just wouldn't, you know, peg you for that kind, you know, of being interesting. Oh fuck you! What? I I apologize. <laughs> I'm very that, interesting. Apparently, the more we find out, the more you drink, the more interesting you become. Hmm. Mm. Okay. By the I'm end done. of the bottle, we'll find out everything we know about this her. This is the end of the bottle. <laughs> All right. Too cl- wow. I'm guessing. Well, Mim had some. Okay. She better not talk. <laughs> <laughs> not putting her on the mic. Shut up. Anyways. So the PlayStation experience. No. <laughs> nice segue. All right. So, <laughs> there is no nice segue out of that one. Uh... <laughs> I'm sure there are five questions. I just don't know if I really want to make them. Is this a good time for a break? No, not yet. We're getting there. Okay. Uh, when we do a break, I want to make sure we've we've covered everything in the opening segment so we can move right into the meat of things. How was your week, Imp? There you go. I'm glad someone asked. It's only been friggin' eight years where anybody asked. <laughs> that, yeah, that's right. No one ever does. That's because you just go right into Because I don't wait for you, folks. What? If I'm waiting, I'll be like, oh, God. If only somebody in my show would ask me how my week was. I live with you. Right, I know how on. your week was. <laughs> what? Drink your wine. Okay. <laughs> Can I have a straw? But No. You need a straw to drink out of your expensive wine glass? Is that one of the Gettysburg ones? This is not the one I got for her. Okay, but is Christmas. it a Gettysburg glass that I bought? I can't read it from here. Adams County yes, Winery? Yes, it is. There yes. you go. Okay, so it's expensive. Don't drop it. They're broke. I don't know how many. You broke all mine, too. And I replaced them. With not the same thing. It's the best I could do. I missed those glasses. I had two of them. They're both broken. I'm sorry. I sliced my hand open when I broke it. Which healed. My glass did not. Actually, one of the cool things that's happened um, is... I, uh, I'm a big history guy, okay? As everybody knows, it's filed for the show for any period of time. My degrees are in history, and I have a wide-ranging interest in many different eras. Now, one of those happens to be the later Han and Three Kings era of China. 
Uh, this being about 185 to about mm, 280, 290, 80. Okay? Yes. If you've ever played Dynasty Warriors or you've played Romance of Three Kingdoms or Destiny of an Emperor or any of those games. That's then, what he's talking about. Right. And I start, I got into this back in the day playing the original uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms for the NES. That's kind of how I got started with this. And back at the time, you know, it was generally unknown here in the States, by and large. You know, Chinese history not being that big a thing, other than our, their involvement with the Korean War against us, you know, and us punching the commies in the mouth, that's pretty much it. So I kind of, I, when I was in college, uh, I had access to the entire university um, uh, database, both the library as well as all the other libraries of the various colleges in Northeast Ohio and those that were connected. Wake up. I listen to your stories. Uh, getting, like, screwed by your gay boyfriend. can at least listen to mine, one about academics that matter, showing that I have a life and I can actually do stuff with it. So there I was in the library, and I noticed, hey, this is an odd title, Generals of the South in China, about this being about the Kingdom of Wu. Interesting. I hadn't actually seen a a English uh, academic book on any of the subjects before, so I grabbed it, and I jotted down the professor's name that wrote it. And a couple of years went by, and I saw another book, and I grabbed it. Now, unfortunately, because the gentleman is not American, he is, uh, I think, Australian, actually, a lot of these books are not available here in the States, or at least they weren't at the time I was in college. Now, a long time has since passed. And because of Dynasty Warriors in a big way, being much more popular to the general gamer than Romance of Three Kingdoms, more uh, the franchise. More people are familiar with the story. You can go to any Barnes & Noble right now, and if you can't find a copy of the Romance of Three Kingdoms in the bookstore itself, They'll order it. you'll order it. I remember Mystic Man went on a three-month uh, internet binge looking for one for my birthday for an English copy of it, and we got one in hardback that was used. And I still have it to this day. It's rather expensive. It's a classic. You can't find these anymore. I mean, they're all paperback now, but at the time, they were hard to find. So some years have gone by, and every once in a while, I'll try and, and find this particular gentleman because I have questions. He wrote like 10 or 11 books, scholarly academic works on the subject material. Now That are quite pricey. Yes, they are. They're a little bit more prohibitive of me to buy. Now, Napoleon, the Civil War, uh, Irish history, a bunch of different stuff. I have books upon books upon books. I talk to professors, if not weekly, bi-weekly, on a lot of this stuff. <clears throat> There's a couple uh, different forums uh, that are by invite only, which is kind of cool. Didn't know that, but uh, mainly for discussion of topics like this. A lot of guys are, are and gals are writing books, and they'll throw out a subject, and we'll debate it. And those kind of go into those different books, and I've gotten some. Some of the signed. It's really cool. But anyways, so I'm talking to this, I, I, I'm not, I was trying to find this guy's contact information, but he's older, he's retired, um, he's got a lot of different awards, he's you know one of the you know premier sinologists, especially that era in the Western world, and I happened to mention this to Scrub Puppy, uh, who has uh, relatives, in-laws, who live in Australia. And wouldn't you know it, I made the comment, hey, could you, uh, it's probably my daughter coming home, uh, hey, any chance you could ask one of your, you know, many relatives over there if you can find an email for this particular person? Son of a bitch. He came back an hour later with an email that worked. Way to go, scrub. So I've been actually uh, corresponding by email with this gentleman, this professor, back and forth, who's been 
uh, uh, very kind and very generous with this time to answer questions of some American amateur, you know, Chinese historian, just because I had interest in the subject. Now, unfortunately, there, I'm sure some of his books cover the questions I've been asking. But you don't have I, access I don't have 200 to bucks to, to buy these off of Amazon or whatever. And there's not a whole lot of them out there. My guess is he wrote them uh, both for publication, but also for... Academics. You know, well, I mean, and for whatever class he was teaching. Right. So it's... I'm sure it's more... The They're one, more like textbooks. The couple I read weren't textbook textbooks. They were more, again, scholarly-type history books. Regardless, I would like to get my hands on them. I simply don't have the money to import them because they're not here locally. At any rate. So that was been kind of cool. That's that's a very, of great interest to me. I wonder if he would be amenable to sending you some. I don't know, and I don't want to ask somebody of that stature, hey, send me your some free books of your $200 you know, novels. At least until you know I'm better. Well, even so, you know, this is not, you know, an electronic store that, you know, fucked me over or my cable company who likes to dick with me where I can scream and yell and threaten and get stuff for free. I'm not going to jam up some, you know, professor whose life works. Hey, I know you made your living writing these books, but can you spot me a couple? I don't have 200 bones to drop on Lord South Sal, Lord of Chaos. I just don't. But I really want to read it. <laughs> So that's been of of interest to me. There, there is my nerd cred, right there. Uh, that's kind of been the big thing. I, I've been getting ready to start streaming, start test streaming. The problem is I don't have a game that I really like. To, I don't really really want to do Heroes of the Storm. I can't. But the problem is everybody's doing it. Right. And I'd like to find something that not everybody is is covering. And it doesn't have to necessarily be a AAA title. It can be anything. But <clears throat> I've been sinking a lot of time, sinking a lot of time into medieval medieval Total War Two right. again. Kind of cool. Did not know this. I've had this game for probably 10 years. Uh-huh. I've played it dozens of times. Yeah. Did not know. Even today, I'm finding out new things. I did not know you could bribe the Pope or to you know name cardinals in your uh, for your faction uh-huh. or bribe other members when you go to the College of Cardinals. Uh-huh. And I you're also- finally playing a... Uh, people that you haven't played before. Right. I did not play the Holy Roman Empire. Um, I played them. I played the Venetians. I tried the Muslim nations. They're just not fun to me. And the one, like the, the Egyptians, you're just getting, you know, ass fucked by everybody as soon as the game starts. The Byzantines hate you. The Mongols show up about, what, 60 turns in, and they just come steamrolling through. Then the Tamirids come in. They show up about 150 turns in, and they're even worse. They've got cannon elephants. Okay. They have, like, serpentine cannons strapped to the backs of elephants. Now, I don't know. I, I think that would make the elephants charge. Well, you'd think so, but I wasn't there. I don't know, you know, Timur the Lame, Tamerlane, as we know. Oh. But he was kind of a crafty, ingenious, ruthless warlord. But they come, you know, rampaging in out of the, uh, you know, Transoxania, where the fuck it is. I'd never be, I can never pronounce it correctly. Anyways, they come out of the east, and then, okay, they're fighting the Mongols, fighting the Egyptians, fighting the Turks, fighting the Moors. I'm like, all right. And then the Byzantines are kind of there like, I hope they forgot we're still here. (laughs) Oh, fuck. There they are. (laughs) Dead. Dead. Throw up their hands. You know what? I may try the Byzantines again. In in medieval Total War I, they were overpowered. The Varangian guard was just cutting people to shreds with with their axes. Medieval Total War II, not the case. You have crappy starting forces and then 
Um, they don't really have anything. They don't have any gunpowder or weapons because they didn't really, they didn't make it past 1453, I believe, is when Constantinople fell. When Constantine the Twelfth, the last Roman emperor. You're making me all hot and bothered. I believe I'm making you bother, and the reason you're hot is because you're wearing three shirts <laughs> and a hoodie on top of it. It was cold down here. It's not. I'm. I had to roll up my sleeves. It's not cold at all. I was freezing. You're just a pussy. Okay. I have one. I'm not one. If you have one that's never used, are you really the same thing? <laughs> okay. Uh, so, anyways, that you know, I I did not know there was a unit called the Sherwood Archers, Sherwood Foresters. Um, oh, that's kind of cool. Yes, you can get a, a whole you know platoon of Robin Hoods if you play England. They're only and I the reason why I was not aware of this is it's only in Nottingham, only in England, and only if you do a whole bunch of shit to get them. I wasn't even aware of it till halfway through my English campaign. That's really cool. It's it almost is. like an Easter egg. It it really is. Um and, and I started looking to different guilds, a lot of them that I've never seen or gotten. Now, some of them are are faction specific, but a lot of them I just I didn't go those routes. I'm very practical with my empires. Here's my infrastructure. I need money. I need troops. Let's go, you know, put people to the sword. Yeah, that's kind of your thing. The Pope, man. The Pope. Mistakes were made and not <laughs> by me. Don't excommunicate my ass when I've got three armies laying siege to Venice. Because I will lift that siege, turn around, march into the Papal States, and put Rome to the sword, which I did. Isn't like it a Papal? Papal states, papal, papal states. I'm pretty sure it's. Papal. I don't think either one's wrong. Okay, but I do know that there was a lot of swords and crucifixions going on in Rome because guess what? There's a new boss in town, and then you know, emperor, emperor doesn't like being excommunicated. <laughs> so wouldn't you know? I assassinate the pope and elect my own guy because I had enough cardinals at that point. Because you're a badass. Well, the problem is I do things that you know the popes don't like. Yes, unlike no, your badass. Shocker! I, I accomplish things. I get worked. I get shit done. The point of a sword, but it gets done. <laughs> anyway, so after about 12 turns, the Pope no longer likes me, even though he happens no. to be of my faction. Sorry, I have a master assassin's guild. <laughs> You're dead, too. Assassinate the Pope. All the while, I have assassins running all over Europe, assassinating cardinals left and right, so my guys get elected. So I'm, you know, I'm whacking the Pope every 12 turns, and he decides he doesn't like me anymore. Excommunicated. Okay. Whack. Or it just if if it just dips down below where it wants me, like <laughs> it'll say, like His Holiness believes the eternal hellfires or eternal fire of hell is too good for you. Okay, my guess is he's not. I'm not gonna be on his Christmas list. So kill whack. him. Yeah, kill him. <laughs> his Holiness has little good to say about you. Whack. And I, again, I just keep doing it, keep installing a pope. And the other thing cool too is if you control the papacy, you can call crusades on people either you know foreign nations. Or those who've been excommunicated. So, because the computer's stupid, I like to bait the computer. So, yeah, that's kind of your thing. I'll send my diplomat to them. I'm like, all right, I know we had a good thing going. Trade agreements canceled. You know, I, I they'll offer me the marriage of their daughter. I'll reject them. Reason? Yeah, she's too ugly. <laughs> I don't want her. I don't want her married to her, my faction heir. Or I'll go and I'll make demands like, give me all of your settlements. Give me your virgin now. Or attack. Or give it to me, or I'll attack. And every time you make these demands, they get you know more and more pissed off that the computer just can't handle it anymore. And there's some algorithm that says, this guy's an asshole, go ahead and attack him. <laughs> and they do. So the asshole algorithm kicks in, and they attack. <laughs> now, because we're all Catholic the nations, asshole algorithm. Th- that's what I call that's, it. That should be named after you. I'm sure it is. Somewhere there's a picture of 
my face up in uh, Creative <laughs> Assembly's office saying, this is the guy who used to love us, now hates us. We call this the Azzle algorithm <laughs> or the Emperor equation. Uh, in, <laughs> oh, I like that I one. See. Anyway, so the computer attacks me. Now, like all good Catholics, the Pope says, stop fighting, you two. You've got five turns. You've got to play nice or you're excommunicated. Naughty, naughty. So I'll stop and I won't move. But the computer... By God, the Emperor Equation says, no, 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 you keep going, because this guy is not going to stop. He is a a menace to society, a, a horrible dick. human being. <clears throat> so they'll keep attacking. Well, unfortunately, the Pope has to follow the rules of the game and excommunicates that faction. All right. Holy Crusade, here we go. <laughs> We're going to Venice. I always wanted to see Venice. <laughs> What's that? Oh, go gay Paris. Holy Crusade, here we go. And then all the Catholic nations join the crusade, and we all rush across France. But only one of us can capture Paris. So then you have the Spanish, the Portuguese, the Hungarians, the Polish, the English, the Venetians, the Sicilians, the Milanese. And we're all just kind of sitting around like, huh, well, we're all in France, and we're all just kind of sitting here. Rand comes under attack, comes, Rennes comes under attack, Angers comes under attack. I lay siege to Nice, Leon falls. France is just gone. Because we all we all have armies there, and we're not going to march all the way back. We've got to go through the Holy Roman Empire, and they don't like us. The problem is if you march an army through an, uh, a territory you don't have an agreement with, and I don't, ever. Because <laughs> you don't play nice with I others. It's a fucking computer, man. I don't care. <laughs> I don't play nice when I play people online, when I do this multiplayer Oh, battles. no. You're, you're, oh, no. You're quite a dick. Ask Mechahawk, or uh, hell, ask Varyar. I'm a master of the ambush. If there are trees anywhere in the map, stay clear. And trash talking, no one's better. Okay, but that has a that actually has value. There's a point to right, my trash because talking. you're trying to rattle them. Well, it's not just rattling them. I love it, and this has happened. And Varyar can vouch for me because he, when Napoleon Total War, we did this all the time. They're so busy typing out to me whatever cool one line you're like that you've already killed them. Like, listen, you saw this <laughs> land co- or land whale or whatever the case may be. I, you know, something like that. Oh, what's what's my favorite one? I could have been your dog, or could have been your dad, but the dog beat me over the fence. Uh huh. Yeah, something like that. And then, of course, you can see them typing because their soldiers aren't moving. Yeah. Their units aren't responding. And then you go and kill them. Sure, because it's an RTS. Everything's moving in real time. So here comes my cavalry. They're still not moving. Here comes the cavalry. They're not going into square. Now I'm butchering their soldiers. Oh, here comes this giant just wall of text. Just because they could just say yes. one word to you. Yes, they lost the game, but by the way, my mother apparently likes many sailors and that kind of thing. But they lost the game, and that was the key. They're so busy typing back to us, that or typing back to me, that they're not paying attention to what they're doing. And lose the game. So yes, in that case, trash talking is a purpose. It's not always me no, being I a mean, dick. I mean, it is. Well, it but, is. Okay. But it has a purpose. Beyond uh, you being a dick. For what I'm doing at the moment, for those actually giving a shit about my campaign in Medieval 2, I've just landed in the New World. I'm bringing Christianity to the to the Aztecs at the point of a sword and the cannon. God loves you, die! <laughs> Convert or die. Man, we used, to knew, we used to know how to do things back then. I think the... Uh, You're catching up. Well, it just skipped a bit. So yeah, I had to, I had to stop and reset it. Okay, dokie. But yes, it's actually kind of cool. The Aztecs do, they exist. Um, you actually have to get the Master Explorers Guild. Then you have to build up a city that you can make a Carrick. And then you send it across the sea. You know, I'm, I'm pulling off a of Columbus in like, you know, 1203. So I'm real ahead of the curve. I'm an overachiever. 
So I get there like, hey, there's a new world, all cool things that I can gather. Gold and chocolate and tobacco and slaves and silver and slaves and you know, various kinds of fish and slaves. So I I loaded up all my With slaves. On, ironically enough, a boat full of Robin Hood archers, Sherwood archers, loaded them up. I, well, I sent over nine different stacks, nine different armies. One went to South America, one went to the Caribbean and North America, and the rest landed in uh, Central America because that goes central into like northern part of South America, and then it cuts it off, and then you can land in the bottom part of like on the coast of like say what is it wherever. Argentina, no, no, that's on the, that's on the west Peru. side. Peru's on the east side, I think. Uh-huh. And that's where you land. Like, hey, we're here. Give us all your stuff or die. Which is kind of a weird thing because I'm killing them anyways. Well, I, I I load up whole fleets full of merchants, assassins, and priests. So I get there and I unload everybody. Everybody's got a job. Priests, you start automatically converting the the population to to Catholicism. Cool. Merchants, they go to where the gold is, wherever there is on the on the map, and they go and they start harvesting money. The assassins are there to take care of the enemy commanders because their armies are a lot easier to beat when, you know, their family members or their faction leader is dead. What? I'm just trying. I'm looking at the stuff under my bed and there's something missing. What's missing? A couple books. I'm not sure. Well, no one's touched them. I know, I know. There's only three of us in here that read and you don't read anything that my daughter reads. No. You read the same books over and over again, so it's not mine, because you don't read anything I have an interest in. You read things that I have an interest in. Your sci-fi tastes are not... They're not my tastes, that's all. No, but it doesn't mean I'm not well-read. I just spent 15 minutes of a segment talking about how I'm enlightening myself and widening my horizons by reading Chinese history. Uh-huh. And you're going to compare you being well-read to me? No. Good, because you're not going to. You're going to lose. All right, folks. We've been in this for an hour and 15. We have a lot to get through. We have the classic consoles. We have the PlayStation experience we got to get to. Uh, we have a new, you've been told, a kick to the curb. So we have a lot to uh, get to. We're back here in about, uh, give us about seven, eight minutes. All right, keep it right here.
Warning, this show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. This is Umamore, and you're listening to Emperor and the Emperor's Court. Radio never sounded so drunkenly accurate. I felt this was somehow appropriate considering you've been drinking. What? Right. Let's finish it. I'm trying to wolf down dinner here, folks. My apologies. So this is the Emperor's Court here on AlfreakRadio.com. I'm your host, the Emperor. Joined in studio by Hulu. Hi. As we're very professionally eating on the air, uh, trying to wolf down a dinner that arrived much later than it was supposed to. In the break, I pulled up my email, and wouldn't you know that Professor has actually written me back with excerpts of various books uh, answering questions I had, which I thought was excellent. Seriously cool. Yep, 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 yep. I started following her again because she's just really attractive, but God damn. Dumb as Dumb a box, that box of hair. hair. Yes, as you say. Really is. But, again... You well, know, when you look like that, it makes up for a lot. That and it's, you know, lots of video games and, and anime and stuff she cosplays. Of course, she gets paid to do that, but <clears throat> even so. Okay, so here we go. Fake urban. This <laughs> One of the hotter items this Christmas season, if you can find them, are the classic consoles, both Nintendo as well as the Sega Genesis has one out, uh, including Sega Masters and, pardon me, Sega Master uh, and Sega Genesis on the same one. In fact, let me see if I can pull up, I pull up the articles for them, but I didn't pull up the games list. <gasps> Sega Classic. Oh, let's see if we can find it. <clears throat> Sega releasing plug-and-play console with 80s games. 80, not 80s. Oh, it's from the 80s. Okay, here we go. For the Sega, and we're going to go through most of these. For the Sega Mega Drive, this was the original Sega system. This was what the, their NES version. Um, not the Genesis. Alex the Kid, Alien Storm, Ultra Beast, Arrow Flash, Bonanza Brothers. Most of these I never played or, or I've never heard of. Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Uh, <laughs> City Under Siege, Eternal Champions, Fatal Labyrinth, uh, Columns, Columns 3. I guess Columns 2 wasn't good. Shotgun, The Forever Man, Comic Zone, Crackdown, Decap Attack, Golden Axe, 1, 2, 3, Jewel Master, Kid Chameleon, Fantasy Star 2, and 3, but not the first. Uh, Ristar, Shadow Dancer, Shinobi 3, Return of the Ninja Master, Sonic & Knuckles, Sonic Spin, uh, Sonic Spinball, Sonic the Hedgehog, 1, 2, 3D Blast, Sword of Vermilion, The Ooze, Vector, Vector Man, or Vector Man 1, Vector Man 2, Mortal Kombat, 1, 2, 3. Bonus, Sega Arcade and Puzzle Games, don't care, don't care, don't care. So those are all yawning the, triceratops. Yes, well, it was a boring game. These are all from the Mega Drive. Uh, wait, while the product is officially licensed by Sega, the device itself is actually developed by At Games, a manufacturer who has previously released devices like the Atari Flashback and an older version of the Sega Genesis Mega Drive Classic Game Console. This is from uh, Game Rant, Gamer Rant, whatever. Interestingly enough, the updated version has decided to swap out twenty games for different ones. Unfortunately, some of the games that have been removed are fan favorites, like 
the three Streets of Rage games. I loved them. Uh, Virtual Fighter 2, Echo the Dolphin. Surprisingly, the Mega Drive console does not support HDMI, instead relying on a single composite AV cable, wow. something which was common with these older consoles back in the 80s and 90s. This also means that the console will force high-definition televisions to handle all upscaling and image processing, adding Ooh, a higher chance... Latency. Yeah, that you're going to get latency or lag will plague many of the games contained within. With Nintendo uh, releasing a retro-inspired trailer for its upcoming mini NES, it'll be interesting to see how fans take to both classic consoles. While the Mega Drive may lack some of the modern features that Nintendo has added to its mm-hmm. console, being able to use your old Sega cartridges, which is what I liked, and controllers is a nice touch. After the rivalry ended when Sega left the console market, who would have thought that these titans would once again face off in 2016? And this is one of the things I was kind of uh, getting at. I I really wanted the Genesis because I I like Nintendo, okay? I've got almost all those games on on ROM. I own the games themselves. I have a giant um, sealed container that's actually protected from uh, the temperatures. I have it up in the attic, okay? A lot of these Sega games I also have, but they're not included in this set. And these aren't games, the ones they have aren't ones that I liked. Streets of Rage system, awesome games. Loved them. Um, there are a few here that I, that I wouldn't expect to see, but uh, one of the ones, and it's German, it's Erzog Zwei, Z-W-E-I, was arguably the first modern, real RTS-like game out there. I know a lot of people like to go with Dune, uh, this one was was more so, and I expected to see that on there is such a game breaking or a, 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 a groundbreaking game, and it's not. So that was kind of disappointing. However, it does allow me to use my old cartridges, which I don't think the new Nintendo Mini does. Yes, your cat's licking himself again. Well, I mean, that's his I'm favorite pastime: licking himself or sucking on your shirt in the middle of the night. Well, yes, because he nurses. That's keep your own cat down here. Now, keep in mind, that was from four months ago. So I wonder, I, I doubt that's enough time for them to go ahead and, and fix things. But here's one from the Daily Dot on the Sega, on the Genesis Classic. I, I've been looking to kind of get that because the NES Classic is impossible to find. Um, You just, you can't. She got me one for Christmas? Because that's a little disappointing if she did, because I may have already got, got one or two or three. <laughs> that may or may not be on eBay. Which is a lie, because I don't have an eBay account anymore, but I may uh, be getting a couple to sell elsewhere. Oh. Um, but why? Is that what she's gotten me? I'm not telling you. She doesn't you. listen to the show. I'm not telling you shit. Wow. Okay. It's understandably frustrating that the NES Classic is nowhere to be found a few weeks before Christmas. If you're open to the idea of play, paying, I'm sorry, playing some other retro-era games, though, you may want to check out this sale on the equally in-cute Sega Genesis Classic. This baby console has actually been around for a while, and it's a bit bewildering that it didn't get as much attention as the NES Classic did. It comes with 80 games and two wireless controllers, which is a more generous offering than Nintendo's single... Really? It's one controller for the Nintendo? And a very short cord, apparently. Yeah, that I have heard. It's even compatible with the system's original cartridges. Amazon usually hits it out of the park when it comes to the prices, but this time Bed Bath & Beyond has them beat. You can get them for forty Bed, Bath, Bath and Beyond? Beyond. Not exactly what I would expect. The second, get the Genesis for forty dollars. Uh, there, which it's still much cheaper than Amazon's third-party price of eighty-five. Wow. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
If it ever loads, okay. <laughs> 3D wolf undies will guarantee a howling good time. <laughs> if you are a balto in the streets, but a dire wolf in the sheets, <laughs> we, we have good news. These 3D wolf head underwear make even the most runt of the litter junks look ferocious. Slip on a pair and the snout says everything for you, whether that's I'm hungry like the wolf or, quote, I am willing to go through desperate measures to avoid attracting you. They're an effective conversation starter and an even better stocking stuffer. Proving the adage that claims things are better in threes, you can pick up a set of these wolf undies for just 20 bucks. <laughs> they come in surprisingly normal underwear colors like Timberwolf gray and Heather gray and black. Uh, <laughs> they're currently 50% off, so act fast to huff, puff, and blow the savings away. And hey, maybe wolves aren't your thing because you're in luck. They are also bald eagle 3D undies for men. Is that the Constitution rolled up in your pocket, or are you just happy to see this selection this election end? You can get a combo of the two animals if you're feeling wild. That was clickbait worth clicking on. For you, because you get to see a bunch of six-packs wearing eagle beaks sticking out of their shorts. I'm sorry, it's funny. Or wolves. <laughs> I would point out that wolves are a pack animal, and that's kind of weird, but hey. Oh, my God. That's why. Don't you dare. But I will not wear them. But there's... Oh. Not a chance. But there's three in a pack. Ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to give you your due. I'm not. <laughs> Fuck off. That was good. I don't... Nope. Don't care. <laughs> Oh, Khalil finally got in, so apparently it must be working now. Oh, Jesus, that's funny. So, Frank and Hondo and Artemis and the rest of you guys, you can try RC again, see if you can get in. <laughs> Khalil has to turn the volume down again because the cackling of Lulu is so goddamn loud. Yes, it is. I'm sorry. And this isn't a kick to the curve, ladies and gentlemen. This is not us to God thing from the Daily Dot. Now, I don't normally, I'm going to go ahead for Khalilu just so she can see it. Since she's in the IRC, but I'm sure the rest of you can just Google search the damn thing and see for yourselves. This has been one weird episode so far. This is not at all gone as planned. We're supposed to be focusing on other stuff, and instead we're going into the winning porn names of AVN movies. Now this, as Lulu begins to strip off clothing, because now she's too hot from all the screaming and, and laughing. From the thrillist.com, Urban Outfitters is selling what? the new NES Classic what Edition the hell? on They're Tuesday. Bed, Bath, and Beyond, and, and this Urban is today, Outfitters. Yes. The Where the fuck is there an Urban Outfitter by us? Uh, I actually think that there's one at Crocker Park. What's that restaurant we wanted to go to next to my building? Urban, what? 
urban farm? Maybe. I don't know. I'll look at it tomorrow. It's right around the corner from my building. <laughs> I'm curious what these are going for anyway. <laughs> all right, Hondo's back in. All right, so all right, apparently you can't get back into IRC, folks. So if you want to give it a shot, go ahead. But we are still taking all your comments on I, uh, on Twitter, which seems to be obviously much more reliable. Nintendo's nostalgic-inducing NES Classic Edition console has been damn near impossible to get since it first launched, unless you know somebody who happens to manage a bunch of GameStops like I do. On November 11th, with many retailers practically offering frustrating limited stock of its online in-store. All right, I'm going to stop. And I'm going to say this. This is not surprising. Anybody who remembers Sony PlayStation 3 when it launched? Same thing. Sony deliberately shorted the supply during Christmas to drive up costs. Yeah, well, and you know... Microsoft did the same thing. Well, actually, Microsoft... Supply was, and demand. They want to create a demand for it. I know. Uh, yes, but it's a false demand because they had enough. They just didn't want to issue enough at the time. Um... While third-party resellers are offering the miniature gaming system for hundreds of dollars, it looks like a somewhat unlikely player might be your best shot at nabbing one at regular price before the holidays. Urban Outfitters. Really? The Skinny Jeans and Skinny Jeans and Trendy Streetwear Emporium announced it will offer a limited inventory of the NES Classic only via its online store starting on Tuesday, December 6th for $60. Quote, Urban Outfitters is pleased to announce that we will be carrying a limited inventory of Nintendo's NES Classic Edition console, a company spokesperson said in a statement. The highly sought-after game system will be available online at UrbanOutfitters.com on December 6th. The product will not be available in-store. Unfortunately, the company did not say what time it will start selling the devices. So if you're hoping to finally get your Donkey Kong playing hands on one, well, you might want to start refreshing the website at midnight just to be safe. We reach out to the spokesperson for the exact timing, and hopefully they'll reveal those details soon. Timing aside, if urban stock of the must-have gift is as limited as Walmart's appear to be during recent daily flash sales, prepare to be disappointed when they all disappear in seconds. The tiny console comes pre-programmed with 30 classic Nintendo games, including Donkey Kong, Super Mario Brothers, and Pac-Man. Now, I will say this. Compared to the Sega Genesis, now, they'd be a little different if they included all the games from the original console. I did not know that Sega had a classic console out. If they, if I did, I probably would have bought one a while ago, especially if it had the original Three Streets of Rage. Those were excellent games, one of some of my favorites. But I, any, Nintendo hit it out of the park because all the games that they've got are classics. They're all ones I own. They're all ones I played back in the day. They're all ones that I'm going to have my son cut his teeth on when he starts playing games, like video games, video games. I want him playing the harder ones so he can go through today's games easier. The Final Fantasies, the Super Mario Brothers, uh, Fester's Quest, things like that. He loves the Mega Mans already. I mean, these are ones that, that are great. But, again, they've been very difficult to find. You know what? Real quick, let's before we get to the PlayStation stuff, and I know, oh, God, we have a lot of material to cover yet. Uh, let me see. That's what always happens, though. Uh, well, more so lately, because there's just been a, a just a boatload of these. All right, hang on. NES Classic Console. Thirty-one bids. One hundred and ninety-seven fifty. Two hundred dollars. One eighty-four. Console bun. Okay, that's the original console. Classic, $202, $182. Jesus, H. Christ, look at the people bidding this shit up. 219 
But it's weird because now this guy's got buy it now for two twenty. No one bought it. This one two fifty, our best offer. Uh, one hundred ninety two, thirty three bids, one hundred sixty five. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. Okay. Well, it's the must have for Christmas. Uh, it is, but it, it's uh, why it's with people like me. Hey, hey, it's nostalgia time, baby. Wow. Okay. Well, looks like I got a place to call. Uh, do you have an eBay account? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. There are puppy and kitty 3D boxers. Oh God. All right. Khalil. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> of course, leave it to Khalil to find boxers. Ten piece. Uh this one's got a line on the front. That what the hell is that? Is that a no, It's a husky. It's a husky. Uh kitten? No, I do not want a kitten. <laughs> uh, leopard? <laughs> what else we got? Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so there you go, ladies. If you want to get your, your significant man a pair of these. You're such a lion in the bedrooms, so I got you some lion boxers. Just don't ever get into an emergency where paramedics have to cut your clothes off. Doctor, you gotta see this. What is it, nurse? And then he flatlines. He's got a wolf in his pants. What? Really? Look, it's a wolf. Beep. <laughs> from embarrassment. All right, two different things uh, we want to cover. One of the games that were announced during the PlayStation Experience, and one are the um, keynote address. So we're going to get to all that after we get to the kick from the curb. That's what we call a teaser in the biz. All righty. Pretty cool, huh? What? Yeah, yeah. Kick, kick, kick. What? I don't know. I'm semi-drunk. Semi? Okay, we can either go with this one. All right. Uh, ASD shielding, grounding, bed sheet. Yeah, you already have it up. Right, or genital jousting. I think we need to look at genital jousting. Why not? Because there's already been a throwaway episode of that nonsense. Exactly. It's just right in line. Why is this on Google? I don't... Oh, it's a Steam game. This isn't a... Holy shit. Yeah, this is a game. This You idiot. This is not a kick to the curb. Genital jousting is a Steam game that needs no other explanation, and yet they go on to have a giant explanation on Kotaku. Genital oh, jousting that's right. I was looking is a for game about dick butts penetrating each other. With, with con- consent. consent, of course. <laughs> it is now on Steam's early access for two four ninety nine, and it looks incredible. Uh... Gotta tell you, not overly comfortable. Maybe we should do this next episode. Okie dokie. Um, yeah, we're okay. Well, there was something else on that one, wasn't uh, there? I don't know. I, I Now I'm afraid, <laughs> quite frankly. I think we've done enough with men's genitals for one episode, I might add. <clears throat> They just played sucked. Well, I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. I didn't think it was physically possible, but this both sucks and blows. 
Okay. I had to reset the microphone. All right. Uh, Kickstarter.com. Yes. Go ahead. This is your thing. Are you are you sober enough to read this? Because you sure. suck when you are sober. Go ahead. Ha, ha, ha. ESD shielding grounding bed sheet kit. Zero backers, zero pledged. 29 days to go. How much do they want? Um, $3,000. All right. What this is, scroll down. Whether it's walking barefoot or lying on the ground, it just feels good when we connect to the earth. We believe this is due to the fact that harmful electrons build up in our bodies from living around electromagnetic <coughs> energy fields from our homes, power lines, etc. Really? Yes. When we connect our bodies to the ground, the built-up electrons are removed and put the body back into a grounded or neutral energy state. Basically what I'm this is... I, I just put them in there. Yeah, I'm going to check it again because it's not stuck. <laughs> Basically what this is, is a sheet with plug adapters and a stainless steel ground rod that you can plug oh, in that that grounds your body and while you're sleeping that allows you to get rid of the I don't know the inc- the yeah, harmful electrons it's kind of a stupid you know granola I'm surprised that this isn't from California but it's from Portland Oregon which is also kind of weird huh yeah, I know. It's uh, it's supposed to reduce inflammation, uh, in faster recovery from trauma, blah, 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 less stress, yada, yada, yada. It's bullshit. <laughs> but it just struck me as 90% of the stuff on, on Kickstarter is bullshit. I just thought it was funny because it's hippie granola bullshit. We need funding to manufacture this product so more people can experience the benefits of grounding and ESD protection. Some health benefits people some health benefits people experience include increased energy, improved circulation, better sleep quality, protection against environmental electric fields, more efficient function of the cardiovascular respiratory nervous systems, reduced inflammation, fast recovery time from trauma, accelerated wound healing, body detoxification, less stress, reduced menstrual symptoms, and reduced or eliminated chronic pain. I'm curious. Uh-huh. If there is any medical uh, uh, yeah, testing or any kind of medical uh, FDA or anything like that to back this, sounds like bullshit to me. Our kit comes with everything you need for a safe to safely ground while you sleep. The fabric is made from eighty-seven percent polyester and thirteen percent woven conductive carbon fibers. Overall, fabric measures a gen- okay. All right, going on and on. Ground plug adapter, stainless ground rod, installation fabric mm-hmm. and care instructions. Yep. They want three grand for this thing. And zero money so far. Can't imagine why. So if you want, you can get in the ground floor at $90. 90 bucks or more. ESD shielding and ground sheet kit. Yeah, you don't get a reward until, you just get it. until 90. Well, it starts off at 90. No, yes, but make a pledge. Oh, yeah, you can make a pledge. up. Yeah. Plus $170 or more. You get two of them. Whoopee! For $250 or more, you get three of them. For $330 or more, you get four of them. (laughs) For $500 or more, 
you'll receive five kits, a retail value of $750, and will be kept informed of our progress as we grow. Ooh. Why would I give a shit? If I've got five of them, why would I need to know how your company's doing after I've got them? Hey, hon, remember that weirdo company we got five of these $100 grounding bed stuff? But look- Guess it, what? They're still in business. It really looks like an uh, a stereo jack. I mean, it's really, really bullshit. Hondo says, is your bed not on the ground? Khalil says, how does that work if your bedroom is not on the ground floor? Sounds like medical quackery. No kidding! <laughs> That's kind of why I picked Hondo, it. Hondo, well, she's right. Hondo, new age hippie junk science. The ground floor. How could they, what if you're an apartment? Yeah, that's But it's what got an adapter. Saying. That's what it's got an adapter. Yeah. Maybe that's it. But, I mean, <laughs> Which she's, looks like yeah, a stereo Right, but Cleo's right. It's like, okay, let's go to the heart of the problem. <laughs> oh, I live on the 40th floor of my building. I guess I'm fucked because I don't think your adapter has a, you know, 400 foot whatever. That's actually kind of funny. Okay. Yeah. It's, I just thought it was really hippie junk science, just like Hondo, so I thought you could tear him a new <laughs> asshole. All right. <laughs> and nobody's backing it. It'd be something, if they trotted out some kind of, of study in the American Medical Journal or something to show yeah, but that there's nothing. electrical just... fields are screwing with us. I mean, God help you if you live near the North Pole or the South Pole, because you've got to deal with that nonsense all the time. No, it's just this the picture yeah. of this guy laying in the middle of a field. <sighs> you know what? Okay, I, I will say this, okay? I read National Geographic this week, um, which I, I do get a, a, a subscription to that, actually. Uh, uh, my aunt gets it for me every year. Every year. Um, I'd say about a third of the articles I actually have an interest in or actually care about. The rest are just liberal nutshell bullshit that I don't care about. And I told her, I said, get me natural history or natural geo history if you get me anything. Um, there's an article in there and, and I believe, and this is, this is not something new. I believe it has some, some validity to it is that faith healing or a belief in faith or a belief in something, a placebo effect, uh, a God, God's whatever, um, can have a healing effect. It can have, you know, well, yeah, that's mind over body, mind over matter. Correct. And that's what this entire article is. And, and one of them is that they gave, you know, uh, Parkinson's patients, a bunch of fake um, uh, surgeries. They gave them a placebo effect. They didn't know that. And after they came out of the surgery, all of a sudden, <clears throat> their speech was better. The pain wasn't as bad, et cetera. They were yeah, markedly I improved. Mean, the human mind is amazing. Right. But they didn't tell them until later, we didn't actually drill all the way through your head. We just put a divot in your skull. It made you think we were putting this these electrodes directly into your brain. We didn't. And, and then immediately. Right. No. Now, that doesn't happen in every case, but it happened in a lot. If this would help this guy sleep, if he believes somehow thrusting a rod into the ground and connecting himself to a cord helps him sleep or feel better, then so be it. Thrusting a rod into something, doesn't that generally make you feel better? I suppose it depends what you're <laughs> putting it into. You know, if it's a blender, probably not. Or <laughs> an electric socket. <laughs> yeah. Although that would require some interesting contortions. Not for some of us. Uh, at any rate. Um, well, but is it <clears throat> that far away from those? Well, these days I'm going to get like a bunch of people down here to vouch. A bunch of people. A bunch of women down here to vouch for. Your my, length and girth. That's right. I'm bringing meter sticks. Come on. Drop trowel. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, well, go find me an attractive woman so I can actually find an arousement. Sunny. Mm. But, but, again. I mean, is this any different, though, if you stop and think about it, from those weighted blankets that they're touting all over the place for insomnia and autism? Weighted autistic? blankets? Oh, yeah. It's, it's Wait, huge. insomnia is now the same as autism? No, no, no. My sleep is not autistic. I just have a hard time no. sleeping sometimes. What they're saying is that it's it's kind of like a almost like a full body hug. It it gives you that feeling of comfort. If they're huge, they're all over the place now. <laughs> I know. Not to mention the most potent electron generator in the solar system, the fucking sun. <laughs> well said, well spoken. <laughs> Yeah, look up weighted blankets. They're huge right now. Okay. Well, I I, I, I will take your word for it. I, I really have no interest in looking up. You know. What the fuck is that? Um, I, I don't know. She's a cake. That's a cake? Yeah. You sure? He's, she says stupid, beautiful cake slut. Oh, okay. That's a cake. That's insane. This is God tier waifu. All right. I don't get the whole waifu thing. I've never understood why that became a What is thing. oh, is that girl on girl? No, 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 no. Waifu is um if you're going to pick a anime character, a game character, an internet character, something to be your uh significant other in whatever weird twisted dreams you'd have, it would be that. Okay, so kind of like those your waifu sex would body be body pills. Uh, no, it would be like you take a uh, character from. Uh, what character do you find attractive uh, from whatever game, movie, TV show, Internet, anime, okay. book, whatever. Pick one. Um, fuck, I don't know. OK. Bulgarian from the Riva series. OK. That would be your waifu. That would be the guy you would hook up with if you could. Okay. In this case, Jessica Negri would be whatever this thing is. Some anime character who I don't recognize. With enormous boobs. Sunny Boo? Is that what the hell her name is? I don't know. I, I whatever. But that retweet yeah, it so they can see what it is. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. But that that's kinda of my thing is I I, I I don't get the wife thing. I never have, but of course it's an internet thing. Look, I get it. The internet is all kinds of weird. I understand that. Oh, yeah. And these are our people. Yeah, I mean, if... There are some things I just don't understand and I'm never going to. You could search for um, people that want to fuck goats on fire, and I imagine that there's somebody out there. Okay. Well, (laughs) uh, thank you, Kalilu, for something completely different. I put giant googly eyes on my boobs, and it is a woman who apparently is rather endowed with giant googly eyes <laughs> over her breasts. Yeah. At least this way, you can now look her go- in the eye. They're not googly eyes. They're boobly eyes, she yes. says. Do jumping jacks. It's for scientific reasons. <laughs> That's cute. Why am I not surprised this is not a bigger thing? Ugh. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I got tired of guys looking at <laughs> I want guys to look me in the eye. All right. Okay, I got it. We've seen that joke before. That's actually very funny, though. <laughs> We're going to go to uh, Joanne Fabrics tomorrow, aren't you? I don't think they ca- <laughs> I don't think that they carry... Excuse me. Do you have googly eyes big enough for, uh, that I could put on my breasts? 
I've got big boobs. No, man, we have them that are for for like little kids' projects. Well, kind of the same thing, but... Double (laughs) D-sized. That could be my next photo shoot. I don't... (laughs) That would be... Okay. A googly-eyed photo shoot. Uh Uh-huh. Hmm. We could technically market that as a topless photo shoot, couldn't we? Yeah, we could. Hmm. Interesting. The problem is we don't have anything to raise funds for. Uh, you could pay off my Amex bill. Your Amex bill. You want new mics? Okay. I, I uh, True. But those aren't necessary, necessary to continue the show. The new machine was necessary so we can start streaming video of this show yeah. and stream video of games. Yeah. Um. I, the mic stands we can get for like twenty some dollars a piece, which mm-hmm. we can get. The problem is we need a new table because yeah, we can't this one is yeah. crazy. Well, it's not just that we can't hook it on the side of this. Thing. Right. I don't think. Well, maybe we can. I have to take a look at it. Uh, the point is, I, I I don't ever want to get money for the sake of getting. money. I know that. Right. We don't do but this. It's just as a, funny. It is. We could certainly. I, I imagine we'd have a bunch of people sign up for Patreon if that was what we were going to do. Boobly mm. eyes. I'm sure, glitch is probably trying to donate more money right now. <laughs> Grian. Garai would take a second job so he could donate. I'm sure he would. <laughs> All right, we're getting behind here. We got. We still got to get to the main article, and we still got. No, I'm not going to ask her. If she puts googly on her boobs. So I'm not. I'm not going to ask her that. Funny what? that maybe. On my boobs? No, Twitter. Somebody. Okay. After Frank said, "Ask Clue." She puts googly, googly eyes ah, on her boobs. I got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, no, no, I'm not going to. Trust Reviews has this PlayStation Experience 2016. All the news and announcements. Uh, we're just going to go through some highlights, but the PlayStation PlayStation Experience was this past weekend. Uh, basically, folks, they did something that they probably needed to do, and something that that Sony really hasn't done. Uh, in the last umpteen years, decade at least, where they, they saw a weakness in their opponents, they put their boot on their neck, and they stepped down on them, which is what they need to do. Yeah, Microsoft has not made up a great deal of ground with the Xbox One versus the PlayStation. They just haven't. Now, with the new virtual reality coming out, and I know Sony's got it first, it isn't necessarily the best, but it is certainly the first on the market. So that's just giving them another leg up on, on Xbox. And Xbox had the Kinect. That was kind of all the rage for a hot minute before I realized how much it sucked. And we just nobody uses it anymore. Nobody wants it. Not to mention all the Big Brother implications that came with it. You have it, don't you? Kinect? I have it for the original Xbox. Or for Xbox 360, yes. Okay. But neither of those are plugged in, nor have they been. No. Right. I, I don't remember the last time I played Xbox 360. I remember the last, place, last time I played Xbox, the original Xbox, and that was three weeks ago, because I was at Legal Tender's house for a 16-man right, right, right. Halo tournament. Which was pretty fun, by the way. 16 guys, 30-year-old guys just <laughs> played fucking Halo. I did real well considering I've only played it three times. I told them all. It, God help them the day that Sony decides to finally allow console players to play against us PC guys. Because they will just oh, get God, fucked. Oh, God. They will be destroyed. But it ain't going to happen. Okay. Uh, this year's PlayStation Experience keynote saw plenty of new and unexpected announcements, including the reveal of The Last of Us Part Two. And our very first look at Crash Bandicoot Remastered. What they did was, Sony released <clears throat> uh, basically 40 new titles that are coming out. 40. 
Now, we're not going to go through all 40 of them. We're going to hit some of the highlight ones. I'll get to the keynote here in a second. But these are all highly anticipated games, big titles from the original, from the PlayStation 3. Uh, the last was Part 2, which was, last was huge. Uncharted 4, The Lost Legacy, that's going to be huge. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Now, which this is strange, cute. because uh, there was supposed to be Alt a, a Marvel and Capcom 3, which just kind of disappeared. PlayStation 4 is going to have it. Uh, this is from the article. Rumored days before the official announcement, the beloved crossover fighter is back with Infinite. Featuring the likes of Ryu, Mega Man, Miss Marvel, and more, there is plenty of beautiful fan service waiting for us in 2017. And Marvel, Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3 is available on PlayStation 4 right now. And then it's kind of cool because in the trailer it shows you uh, Mega Man versus Iron Man, which I thought was kind of you know pretty badass. Uh, Knack 2, which I don't know because I, I don't know Knack. Resident Evil 7. Good God. <clears throat> this thing will never die. Capcom released yet another spooky trailer for Resident Evil 7 while simultaneously updating the beginning hour demo on PlayStation 4. It now supports PlayStation Virtual Reality, which is a nightmare waiting to happen. If you need us, we'll be hiding behind the sofa. Yakuza 6 and Kiwami. Sony has done a fantastic job of bringing obscure Japanese games to Western audiences in recent months. And this is also huge. Because Microsoft, this is, uh, I'm deviating here from the article, Microsoft does not have uh, this giant pool of games they can tap into from other markets because they are, by and large, an American company. Now, they made up a lot of ground in, in, with uh, the Xbox One, did okay. Microsoft, uh, Xbox 360 took the lead over PlayStation 3. And you can argue whether or not it was a better system, and I wouldn't make that argument. I was a big PlayStation 3 fan. But they took the lead. Obviously, things have now reversed. Sony is way ahead, and they're lapping you know, the field at the moment. And don't tell me the Nintendo Switch is going to change things. It's not. It's a turd burger waiting to come out. <laughs> right up there with Wii U and the ending of Wii. It's not going to make any goddamn difference. And I understand Nintendo's trying to be cutting edge and trying to figure out a new way to bring games to people and make it more tablet and, and handheld friendly. If the Wii U didn't work, this ain't going to do any better. No. The virtual reality is the way of the future for games. That Look, the pendulum has swung back the other way, folks. People want, they want games. Games, games. Yeah. Console. Takes they, 10, they, 15, 20 hours to play. It's not something I'm playing on my phone. Those games are still out there. The farm bills of the world. Right. This is something else. We're going back the way we came. Well, people need something to take them out of their own reality. And that's always been there. But again, like everything else, it's cyclical. Hey, handheld games are kind of new. It's a hipster millennial thing. I can play on the go. I don't have to sit here and play like you old hipster, your oh, hipsters, you old folks on your console and your TVs. Huh, well, guess what? Now you're heading into your mid and late 20s. All of a sudden, you want to play the good stuff. They always come back. <laughs> but Sony does have all of these Japanese companies that make games that are only released in the Asian markets or overseas that we don't get here, and that's always been the case. And now, obviously, they're tapping into that. Um, obscure Japanese games to Western audiences in recent months, and this may be the most exciting announcement yet. Yakuza 6 and Yakuza Kiwami, a remake of the original PlayStation 2 title, are coming to North America and Europe next year. Crash Bandicoot Remastered. And I will say this. Of the the th kids used to love Crash. Uh, it, they did. And of the three major console uh, systems, companies, this is the one mascot I didn't care for. I didn't. I loved the commercials. I thought they were hilarious. When, you know, Crash Bandicoot, the guy with the yeah. megaphone would just show up yeah. outside, like, 
Nintendo or something that would you know scream things at people were funny. I never liked the games. I never cared. Well, I like I like Mario, like Sonic a lot better. Darth Walker loved them. Okay, and a lot of people did. I'm not saying they're bad. It's just to me that it, it never appealed to me. Uh, now known as the Crash Bandicoot and Sane Trilogy, Sony and Activision are remastering all three original Crash games into a single complete package. You'll be able to switch between new and old visuals at the touch of a button if your nostalgic taste buds are feeling a tad peckish. That's kind of cool. In addition, Parappa the Rap... Wow! Parappa the Rapper. Uh, Patapon and Wipeout are all getting upgrades on the PlayStation 4. That's kind of cool. Destiny, Rise of Iron, The Dawning. Uh, Destiny's December event will see the long-awaited return of Sparrow Racing and the Icebreaker, a sniper rifle once removed from the game for being too powerful. Strike score... I don't know why they just couldn't adjust it, but... Strike scoring is also coming, which will see medals and multi, uh, multipliers applied to your performance. Uh, Let It Die Now is also coming out. Laura Croft Go, Akuma uh, is coming to Street Fighter V. Windjammers, what, near Automata, uh, auto, Automata, Automata, Automata. Automata. Launching in March of next year. Uh, next Machina gameplay debuted. Uh, these are all different things that are coming out. So, Interesting. Now, again, 40-some games were announced. That's just the highlights of the bigger ones. And this is from Polygon. This is from the actual keynote. Uh, and again, this is just this is kind of covering some of the stuff we already went over, but there's a few here. Uh, Let It Die, the newest game from Suda51 and Grasshopper Manufacturer, is free on PlayStation 4 right now. Uh, Another trailer for Horizon Zero Dawn. Windjammers, the frisbee-flinging Neo Geo game old enough to drink now, is coming to PlayStation 4 and the PS Vita. Uh, let's see. Uh, Wipeout is now a remastered collection on PlayStation 4. I'm guessing that's Wipeout is the... Um, uh, it's speedboats. It's like futuristic uh, speedboats. Hmm, okay. Let's see. Uh, Laura Croft Go for Tomb Raider's entry and Square Enix's mobile lineup is coming. Uh, let's see. Parappa, Loco, Patapon, uh, Yakuza we already covered. So is... Dang Aranapa V3 Killing Harmony. Looks like an R, like a JRPG. Let's see. Uh, Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom. Got a trailer. Absolver is a multiplayer combat role-playing game coming from Slow Clap and Revolver Digital. I don't know what that is, but it looks kind of like Overwatch. Uh, just looking at a, a, the brief, quick, you know, three-second trailer I saw. Starblood Arena by San Diego Studio and White Moon Dreams was announced for virtual reality. Major League Baseball, The Show 17, Starlight's newly minted Hall of Famer Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, Wise Origins, a 10-year-old JRPG that only got English localization in 2012, is coming to PlayStation 4. Uh, Reasonable Gun creators uh, and Defender of the Smash TV are coming up for Next Machina, which we talked about. Dreadnought, Really? Ooh, no, 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 no. A lot of people told me about Dreadnought. Dreadnought's coming to PlayStation 4 uh, next year. I'm actually playing the trailer for this one because I'm... Look, giant warships in space. That's kind of my thing. Look, if if I made it through the campaign for Battlefleet Gothic, I could make it through this. I could make it through anything. Hell, I even found, you know, enjoyment in Star Wars Rebellion. You know, that piece of shit. Sometimes I think they spend more money on licensing the song they play with the yeah it looks beautiful though. it does but I re- 
It's just showing a bunch of warships flying. Now they're fighting outside of looks like a some kind of like Stargate. Stargate almost. Yeah. And there's an explosion, and then okay. And again, just showing various starships. It looks like a MOBA. Is actually what it kind of looks like. Wow. Yeah, I like that. That's okay, gorgeous. Uh, Gravity Rush 2 DLC is coming. I, I will say this, and this this has not been mentioned, but I really want to play the Fractured Butthole. South Park. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. South Park Fractured, fractured Butthole. Butthole. Yes. Which is kind of interesting that they're giving away the Stick of Truth for free. I already have it, but... Well, you, that was two years ago. Yeah, what? Was it two or three? It's been a while. It's been a while. But I liked it. I thought it was very entertaining. It was uh, funny yeah, as hell well, watching you play it. Yep. So I... I Seahawks versus Carolina. <laughs> uh, okay. DDoS attacks have once again resumed for... Those still trying to play Blizzard as of two hours ago. Fake U.S. Embassy issued fake visas for decades in Ghana. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> so a lot of stuff coming out of Sony. And again, the world is still kind of waiting to see how this whole virtual reality thing, you know, shakes out. This is really going to be, and I know it's existed in other forms before. This is the first generation of the modern virtual reality. And if this really is going to be the future of gaming, this is where it's got to make its mark. You know, and I'm not just talking about the one that hooks up to your phone. I'm talking about Oculus Rift that's coming down the line. I'm talking about PlayStation 4 has got excuse me, going on. Um, there's a new PlayStation 4 coming out. It's a souped-up version. Yeah. I believe it's out next week, I think. That sounds um, right. Was it the 5.1 or 4.1 or something like that? Yeah, it, it's going to be out, so that... Hey, look, if you're looking to get into the consoles, now is the time. I personally have been waiting until PlayStation, until Final Fantasy VII is ready to drop. I've looked at 15. I've watched the gameplay. It's no different than 12 or 13 or 14. I don't care. I don't want to play it. I want to play like it used to be, like the first 10 were. You had a winning formula. Then when they deviated from that is when they started you know, failing. That's when... Well, they lost their fan base. A large part of it, yes. Obviously, they're still making money, or they wouldn't keep doing it. Right. But they're not—they're not the defining RPG anymore. And obviously, gamers have changed. Okay, I understand that times have changed. But you know what? People wouldn't lose their shit over Final Fantasy VII if you know, they if, weren't. If we weren't still around, that we're and we're looking to play the old style. Granted, watching the gameplay footage leads me to believe that may not be the case anymore either. It may be more like the new ones, where the computer's doing some of the fighting for you. It's not turn-based. We'll see. I'm holding out hope. Right. I will play it anyways because of what it is. But God help them if they fuck it up because there will be no redemption. Oh my for them God. After that. The repercussions are going to be crazy. Would be massive. Oh yeah. Because they're going to bring back a lot of people they lost. And if and they if it, fuck it up, if those they, people will be lost forever. Forever. Never to return. release another Final Fantasy Tactics, please. Not the advanced bullshit. Let's have it like the original. Damn it. Did I load the You've Been Told? Does not look like it. Oh, hang on. I've got it here. I can just grab it. Got it. All right. Uh, as always, we save the best for last, so let's hit Octail segment. We'll listen to this one, talk about it, 
hit it out of the park, and then we'll uh, end the show. By the way, the apologies are, are mine. I did not add. I, I did add music to this for the background. I saved that file to the computer. Uh, I saved it to Amnesia. I didn't save it to Ripley. I forgot to transfer it over. That's my fault. So here's the raw file. My apologies, but we're in the middle of the show, and I realized my mistake. Uh, so here is the You've Been Told by Octail. You've Been Told is a short-form commentary segment for the Emperor's Court, written and produced by Octail. Check me out on Twitter, at the Octail. Well, it's been a while since I've done a You've Been Told, and a lot's happened in that time. I've moved apartments, and we're living in a sky rise, so um, if y'all want to go to YouTube and play the theme from the Jeffersons, I moved on up to the east side to a deluxe apartment in the sky, and uh, as it turns out, I finally got a piece of the pie, too, because I'm about to sign a new work contract for a new job that will theoretically make me an engineer again. So... Uh, on top of that, of course, the election. And my original thought for my comeback with the You've Been Told was to take a victory lap because I was one of the first slash only people to have on a previous You've Been Told segment tell everybody that the entire working class of the Midwest was going to break right um, and vote Republican, which... With the exception of Minnesota and Illinois, that's exactly what they did from uh, Pennsylvania all the way through uh, basically the Dakotas. But I'm not going to do that. That would not be gracious in victory. So what I'm going to do instead is mock the Young Turks because that is fun. And uh, if you don't know who the Young Turks are, they have a YouTube channel. They are... In their words, real progressives, in air quotes, and we'll disprove that here over the course of this segment. But they're the real progressives. They're fighting the progressive fight, uh, so to speak, in, in the face of the mainstream media that were just Hillary Clinton acolytes. They were the Bernie Sanders supporters, and they're the ones who want to get money out of politics, and they're the ones who are going to be there mocking uh, President-elect Trump, soon-to-be President Trump, over his policy decisions and cabinet decisions and all the decisions that he's making, and they're going to be the ones to lead the progressive revolution in the United States. Um, but, of course, we just had the populist revolution in the United States. Populism just clobbered collectivism and it's important to note that it's not just collectivism of income labor and property but populism just wholly rebuffed the collectivism of thought and morality and just let that sink in for a second so Back to the Young Turks. There are really only four reasons to watch the Young Turks. Uh, reason number one is the metaphysical certainty that Jim, Jimmy Dore or Ben Mankiewicz is going to say something stupid. And not just Garden Variety, CNN, MSNBC, Rachel Maddow stupid. Profoundly stupid. Catastrophically stupid. Possibly galactically stupid. Um, and that's always good... Uh, always good for a laugh and a good time. Um, the Another reason to watch, the second reason to watch, is to watch uh, Cenk Unger, the, one of the leaders, one of the 
people who created the Young Turks, the primary host and master of ceremonies of the Daily News show, uh, make a character caricature of himself and do so while he's trying to mock establishment Democrats. That's worth a good time. That's always good for a laugh. And the other two reasons to watch the Young Turks are Anna Kasparian's legs. And that is it. They provide nothing else of value uh, on the Young Turks. So, let's dig into what they did on election night. The smoke on Hillary Clinton's campaign, failed campaign, to assume the presidency of the United States of America had not even begun to rise off of the corpse, right? So she had just lost the vectors to a Democratic victory in the Electoral College had all just been closed. CNN and Fox News had just essentially declared Donald Trump would be President of the United States and the smoke is not rising off of the dead campaign of Hillary Clinton and the Democrats who lost virtually everything, by the by, on election night, which is another story in and of itself. And here's Anna Kasparian on that very night. I have no respect for women who voted for Trump, okay? Yeah, me too. I think so poorly of them, and the reason why is because, look, I don't think that you're a single-issue voter. I just think you're dumb. Okay, I think you're fucking dumb. <laughs> I just I'm losing my mind tonight because of how stupid the majority of the country is. Anna Kasparian in an election that demonstrated pretty conclusively that shaming working class people by calling them racist, sexist, misogynist, a low information, which is just a, a coastal elites way of saying stupid um, in, a, in a in an election where all of that was soundly rebuffed as a as a sound electoral strategy less than an hour after the Clinton campaign dies a death and before it even starts to smolder Anna Kasparian is calling working class women stupid yep the so-called progressive revolution Progressive Revolution YouTube channel, the Progressive Revolution website, the Progressive Revolution uh, Political Action Committee learned exactly goddamn nothing over the course of this night. So, uh, we've also got a quote from Ada Rodriguez, who is a comedian who is also part of the Young Turks coverage. So, uh, take a listen to this as well. Yeah, so self-hate is real when it comes to women, and I don't think people, I keep saying it over and over again, and people were like, oh, you're on the soapbox, this feminism soapbox. As a Latina woman, I tell you, I've heard it over and over again in my family, there's no way a woman can run the country. Really? We're in a household, we, we are raising a large percentage of the country as single mothers, we have to uh, budget money that we don't have, we raise people that go get post-secondary educations. How is it that we cannot run a country they are they have brainwashed and again this this is what it comes back to the the young turks who are going to revolutionize the democrat party in the united states by being quote-unquote real progressives have distilled everything in the election everything in the election to be about race and gender so 
inside the oh their own house of the progressive revolution, you have two identity politics demagogues getting to run their mouths after identity politics demagoguery just got clobbered in in fact two countries right because brexit still counts as a rebuffing of urban elitist identity politics attitudes just as much as the election of donald trump is a rebuffing of coastal elitist identity politics attitudes so six months nearest makes a difference of this and they've learned exactly nothing so the final clip I'm going to play, play for you is uh, Cenk Unger of the Young Turks talking about how they're going to be the change. There's the media, that's us, okay? So who is it going to be, BuzzFeed? Okay, no offense, BuzzFeed, but you go to play fun games with watermelons, okay? It's not going to be them. They did some okay. good investigative journalism. It, it, <laughs> yeah, they okay. actually have. <laughs> okay, bless their hearts. That's, a, that's cute. That's cute. They're, they're flipping okay. their side of stuff. That's super cute. That's super cute. Now this, oh, you know, like, oh, you, you guys don't know the business end of this, right? Investors are like, oh, they got cute 30-second videos. That's not going to cut. Okay, so, <laughs> no, I, I'll tell you who it's going to be in the media right here. Okay? It's going to be us. And it, me, no, are you kidding me? Look at all the young Turks here. Look at all the guys we've had here, right? And look at all the ones that come in. And and it started as just a ragtag group. It started in my living room, right? Now, Oliver Stone emailed me earlier tonight. Julian Assange wanted to come on. Uh, you know, just uh, we've had John Cusack on, Jesse Ventura here, and Republicans, Democrats, everybody. They're coming, okay? You know why? This is rebel headquarters. Cenk is going to fix the Democrats somehow, some way. Through his political action committee and his YouTube channel and his live show and whatnot. Uh, call me skeptical, and quite frankly, he can't even clean up his own house. So as far as I know, nobody at the Young Turks has been fired, and you've got two identity politics-obsessed demagogues on your main staff. So expect working-class people for the Turks to just shame you for the four years and assume that that's going to work. So the Turks are, uh, are a joke. And we should treat them as such. My name is Octail, and you've been told. Let's go back to the Emperor and the rest of the Emperor's court. You know what? And give Octail his due. He was right. He did call us months ago. Yeah. Back in, in August or September. I remember because we had that you've been told where he yeah. basically said, I don't know if it, no, it wasn't the alt-right one. I think it was something else. And he basically said the same thing, that the these blue-collar Democrats, the working class, the unionists, that what have you, through the Rust Belt, where we are in the Midwest, was going to go for Trump because they had had 30 years of disappointment and letdowns yeah. from the Democratic Party. Lots of promises. They've been ignored because minorities were more coveted because they were soon to be a, a guaranteed vote. We don't need to pander to them anymore. We don't need to work for them anymore because we know they're going to vote for them. Yeah, they're the, white people. They'll the be same, fine. The same, if you've been doing the same thing for 30 years and it's not done dick for you, right. why not take a chance? Because over that time, they've seen tens of millions of the manufacturing jobs they had leave this country go and go overseas. elsewhere. Yeah. Mexico, uh, China, Taiwan, India, etc. Uh, for better or worse. Now, we've had trade agreements, NAFTA being one, that kind of smooth the way for that to happen. You know, part of it is, too, is it's hard to compete when you can get pennies on the dollar for an employee over there versus somebody here. Right. There was a time in this country, basically the greatest generation uh, and the baby boomers from 40s, 50s, 60s and 70s, where you could graduate college. I'm sorry, graduate high school and get a Hell, good job. Hell, you could job. Leave, leave high school early and still get a, a 
well enough paying job to actually have a life. Yeah, to to, and I'm not saying rich or anything, but you'd be in the solidly in the middle class where you could raise a a family, a a wife and kids, and fine and 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 retire with a good pension. Whether that was you know Ford or GM or U.S. Steel or whatever the case may be, well, those jobs are gone. Those days are gone. Nowadays, and everybody's told, well, you've got to go to college now if you want to have a prayer. The problem is, though, people coming out of college, and I had the same problem. This was back in the early 2000s when I got out of college, and I had the same There's issue. There's nothing to find there a job. for you. Right. So what do I do now? Something that has absolutely nothing to do with what I went to school for. I actually was reading an article uh, popped up on my Facebook page. It was a just an opinion piece. This woman has graduated from college. She had a great career um downsizing occurred and now she's working at chick-fil-a right it was about the 15 dollar um minimum wage <laughs> yeah thing. i saw mcdonald's is now rolling out their automated uh uh, yep. um, uh screens at all their locations to because yep. they're kind of getting ahead of that curve they know right. that's coming that well maybe it's not going to anymore but once the democrats getting back in power they're going to ram that home so fine we'll pay the 15 dollars an hour for the eight people that now work behind the counter cooking your food instead of the 15 right. or 20 people we were employing. Right. Now, there's something else I want to get to. And, and I again, Octail is, is kind of looking at it the same way I am. And I kind of took my cue from George Bush back in, what, 2004, I think it was, mm-hmm. which was, we don't need a victory lap. We don't need to shove it down their throats. Let's get to work. Well, my opinion's been the same thing. I don't need to gloat over the fact that Trump stunned the world and beat a candidate that was uh, grantedly, eternally flawed, but should have won running away. Well, but he is going and doing his victory tour. Uh, he is. Right. I'm not. Right. Republicans in general are not. Now, granted, a lot of the establishment don't like him. They're not, they're not going to root for him. I am not taking that victory lap against Democrats because I don't see a need for it. That's what they did in 2008. That's what they did oh, in 2012. Yeah. We are not them. Yes. Let's get our roll up our sleeves and get to work. And give credit, the guy's done that already. He's not even president yet. So fine, take a little victory lap if, if if he needs to. I wouldn't, but that's you know that's on him. Fine, so be it. But there's something I want to play because I, and, and Octail alludes to this at the very end, where he says, "Now you're gonna have the Young Turks." Which, by the way, God bless him for watching them. I've tried watching them on a half dozen occasions. I can't stand them. Yeah, they're you want to, no, no. They're militant. They're nasty. These are the people that you'd say, you know what? If they were next to Stalin or Mao. You know, or or Fidel Castro, maybe Rotten Hill. If he was in the inner circle, would not be surprised because that's these kind of these people that are going to start the pogroms again. These are the people that are going yeah, to have millions shot for the better part of the state. These are the Nazis. That's what these people act like. This is their vitriol. This that's their narrative and talking points. And they are they're ideologues, the most dangerous kind. Saying women, I have no fucking respect for women who vote. Really? I have no respect for you then, as a woman, for voting for her, for Hillary Clinton. After what she has done and what she has lied about. Especially after she went after the various women who came forward with proof after Bill Clinton for sexually assaulting them and raping them. She went out there beyond standing by your man, even when the evidence was overwhelming, and castigated them and called them sluts and liars and whores. And slut shame them and call it a vast right wing conspiracy. That's right. And then has the balls to come out there and say uh, an accuser should always be believed. I have no respect for any woman who voted for Hillary Clinton, if that's the case. Because then you are not a woman first. You are not a uh, protect woman or woman empowerment. You are a liar and a hypocrite. 
But he alluded to this at the very end. He said, we'll get ready for the next four years of them calling us bigots and misogynists and racists and gender traitors and the rest. I want to play you something. And I'm sure a lot of you have already seen this. This is a gentleman. Uh, I think it's Jonathan Pye's name. He's an Englishman. He's a comedian. I assume he's a comedian. He's very funny. Who, within a few days of the election, I know this has gone viral. It's been on YouTube. It's gotten hundreds, tens of millions of views. And I ripped the audio, and I actually was saving it because I wanted to see if a discussion ever came up, if we ever had someone in the panel here that was a Democrat. But since that's probably not going to happen anytime soon, I want to play it for you now. All right? I know we're kind of getting late in the, uh, in the hour here, but I want to play it and go over it real quick because I think Octail hit on a couple things that are very important. So let me play this. It's about six minutes long, so stick with it. It's actually pretty funny. See if you enjoy it. Morning, morning, morning. Morning, morning, morning. What? No, I only just fucking got here. No, I only, I only just fucking got here. Yeah. Morning, Tim. Morning. Howdy. How was Washington? Great. Fucking sweet. Yep. What? What? I'm not, I'm not shocked at all, Tim. Tim, I've, I haven't even been into makeup yet, Tim. I'm not shocked at all. I've been saying this for fucking months. Nearly a year. Uh, the moment you think he can't do it is the moment he takes the White House. Of course Trump fucking won. What is everyone so fucking shocked about? Jesus, the media, the political elite, the pollsters, the markets, you. Ooh, a drawer on the floor. How can everyone be so fucking stupid? Hillary Clinton. What were the Democrats thinking? Hillary Clinton. Don't get me wrong, I wanted Hillary to win. I'd personally vote for Lucifer over Donald Trump. Trump. The pussy-grabbing, wall-building, climate-change-denying, healthcare-abolishing, tax-dodging, shit-spewing demagogue. How shit have you got to be to lose to that? Where was Sanders? Why wasn't he on the ticket? I, I have no doubt in my mind that Sanders would have beaten Trump's Trump hands down. But instead, they chose Clinton, a candidate who's been cozying up to the banks and dry-humping corporations for years, who is on record telling her corporate friends that you should have a public and a private persona. In other words, don't tell the truth to the plebs or you won't be able to rip them off. She'll do. That was the feeling. What did they think was going to happen? People keep saying to me, how did this happen? They're, they're dumbfounded, but it's so simple. The left did this. This is, this is my fault, people like me. When are we going to learn? The left have given up putting any argument across at all to the point where Clinton is considered left, liberal. On many issues, Theresa May is less right-wing than Clinton. That's just a fucking fact. And yet my friends are on Facebook saying, I'm with her. I'm fucking not. Oh, but she's better than Trump. Sorry, that's not good enough. Clearly. Clearly it's not good enough. And if, if I see, fuck me, one more tweet containing, a, containing a, a hashtag Trump wins next to a hashtag everyday sexism, I'm going to drop a fucking bollock. Not everyone that voted for Trump is a sexist or a racist. Some of them are, but most aren't. Most people didn't vote for her. Not because she's a woman. They didn't vote for her because she offered no palpable change whatsoever. Same old shit. Trump represents a change, a terrifying change, but a change nonetheless. Hillary represented, well, she represented very little, actually, because she protects corporate interests, because she doesn't call the police when questions from the debate are leaked to her in advance. I noticed we barely reported that. Not everyone that voted for Trump is a sexist or a racist. How many times does the vote not have to go our way before we realise that our argument isn't won by hurling labels and insults? Tory majority, government, uh, Brexit, uh, uh, Trump, 
Trump. What next? When will we learn that the key is discussion? If you are unwilling to discuss, then you are creating the conditions in which Donald Trump and people like him can thrive. But instead of persuading people to vote, she just she just courted celebrity endorsements and then lost. What's going on? It's almost as if the political acumen of Beyonce and Jay-Z count for nothing. And then she loses it and, and loses the election and she locks herself in her hotel because she's too upset or because it had never occurred to them to even write a concession speech. Either way, grow up. I have no sympathy for her whatsoever. Be a better candidate. But I, thing is, I can't say that. I can't say this to any of my friends, Tim. People like me, I, I get fucking lynched if I said this because people like me won't listen. I, I did this. This is my fault. Fucking Donald Trump. The left is responsible for this result. Because the left have now decided that any other opinion, any other way of looking at the world is unacceptable. We don't debate anymore because the left won the cultural war. So if, if you're on the right, you're a freak. You're evil. You're racist. You're stupid. You are a basket of deplorables. How do you think people are going to vote if you talk to them like that? When has anyone ever been persuaded by being insulted or, or labelled? So now, if you're on the right or even against the prevailing view, you are attacked for raising your opinion. That's why people wait until they're in the voting booth. No-one's watching anymore. There's no blame or shame or anything, and you can finally say what you really think, and that is a powerful thing. The Tories in charge, Brexit, and now Trump. And all the polls were wrong, all of them. Because when asked, people can't admit what they think. They can't admit what they think. They're not allowed to. The left don't allow them to. We have made people unable to articulate their position for fear of being shut down. They're embarrassed to say it. Every time someone on the left has said, you mustn't say that, they are contributing to this culture. It's time to stop moaning. It's time to stop crying over spilt fucking Brexit. It's time to stop ignoring your opponents or worse, trying to silence them. It's time to stop banning people from speaking in universities. It's time to stop thinking that reposting an article on your Facebook feed is political engagement. That banning a gymnast from doing what he's good at because he insulted someone's religion somehow achieved something. And sorry, when did the Gymnast Association start thinking it was appropriate to start enforcing blasphemy laws? It's time to realise that reading The Guardian doesn't make you a liberal, that retweeting Greenpeace doesn't lower your carbon footprint. And if my mansplaining is triggering you, you can either fuck off to your safe space or you can engage and debate me and tell me what I'm getting wrong. Because Trump just won the White House. Being offended doesn't work anymore. Throwing insults doesn't work anymore. The only thing that works is fucking bothering, doing something. And all you have to do is engage in the debate. Talk to people who think differently to you and persuade them of your argument. It's so easy and the left have lost the art. Stop thinking that everyone who disagrees with you is evil or racist or sexist or stupid and talk to them. Persuade them otherwise, because if you don't, I'll tell you what you get. You get President Trump. Right, I need to go for a shit and a shade. Uh, how long we got? You know what? That last part is very key. Um, we had to put up a 2008 and 2012 of Obama winning the White House, okay? And the supermajority, the first time it's been done. We didn't riot. Right. We didn't protest. We didn't riot. We didn't have, not my president, hashtags. I remember, I, I, I don't know if you were on the show at the time. In fact, you weren't back in 08, I think, or was it 12? When I was uh, here for 12. Okay, you were here for 12 when um, Highlander had his uh, Globe Fest of like five minutes. And he got to play a song and all that. Yeah. It, you know what? That was the extent of it. You know, I kind of, you know, like, all right, well, that sucks. You know, what, what are we going to do? You grit your teeth, you hope for the best, you work for it next time. Yeah, because Varier was over there. Yes. Yeah. 
Right. Okay. It was ugly. There are people who have stopped listening to the show because they cannot stand the fact that that I am a, a conservative. There are people that have unfollowed me on Facebook, and I have deliberately not posted. You've actually been very good. I've always been very good in politics when it comes to my personal Facebook, even the shows. Okay. And I think Scrub probably tweaks more people's noses with his his memes than anything else, and I think they're <laughs> fucking hilarious. And I wish he, I hope he continues to do that. Okay, like the Harambe yeah, shot glasses. I don't really think you have to worry about it. Uh, with those Harambe shot glasses, are great. take a shot for Harambe because he took one for you. <laughs> there was a Kickstarter for Harambe playing cards. Nice. Oh. But there, <laughs> but it was very, it was very bare bones. That's why I didn't do it. But, um, but the point being is that you know I didn't unfollow anybody. I didn't unfriend anybody. You know, I I, I didn't jam out anybody who. Either you know told me that I was an asshole for supporting Trump or for voting for him, and uh, most people, at least personally, didn't know who I was voting for because I just don't talk politics anymore with people, and that is one reason why what you know Mr. Pie said in to Octail to a different degree with the Young Turks. Look, you know I'm not a misogynist, I'm not a racist, you know I'm not uh, you know against you know, I'm not a homophobe. I, I think You're all not that a is, sexual predator. Well, I think a lot of that's been dispelled. Hell, this show alone, I think, has dispelled a lot of that. You know, if character witnesses were necessary, I would have not have a problem filling up an entire courtroom. That's the point. The point is people don't need to know you to label you in order to shut you down. It's called jamming. And although you may not like Ann, Hol- Ann Coulter, uh, she kind of coined the term and she's right. Is that they will yell and scream loud enough and continue to yell, yell, yell you down, insult you and label you until you no longer talk back. Until either you're silent, in which case they win because you're no longer espousing your particular point of view. Or until you toe the line and get in with the rest of the worldview. And to this gentleman's point where they won the culture wars, and I don't know if that's necessarily true, but let's say that it is, okay? Just because gay marriage is now a thing, gay equality is now a thing, all right? And, and, and really, that's the only culture war thing I can think of. Because if you're talking about, you know, equal rights, okay, well, you know, that the right to vote's been there for going out a century. You know, the civil rights movement, if you want to look at that, okay, that's you know, in the 60s. 50s and 60s. Uh, and, and you can make the argument, well, things still aren't equal. Oh, I got news for you. In the history of the world, nothing's ever been equal anywhere. Ever. No. Period. That's just not human nature. You know what? Before, before the African Americans was the Irish. You know, the indentured servants that were brought over here by the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. Oh, go back African- to Rome. They had uh, right, uh, right, that's my point. Billions the, of slaves. But in this, in this country, you know, they had the Irish, and then you had African Americans, and you had the Irish again. And the Germans came over, and the Italians. And, you know, the Chinese, too. We actually passed a law. The very first immigration law in the United States was against immigration of the Chinese, yep. because, especially on the railroads, because there were so many of them, they were willing to work very hard and work very cheap. Now it's, it's Hispanics and Latinos. Menace. Right. Hispanics and Latinos coming across the border. Now it's that. All right. The difference being back in the day, in the early 1800s, or I'm sorry, mid to late 1800s, well, most of the country was unsettled. There was like 40 million people in the country. We have 330 million people now. That's scary. It's a whole different scenario, different ballgame. But I'm getting off the rails. The point is this. For the better part of 20 years, the liberal battle line, the strategy for most of the rank and file, even your generic, your sister and my sister being examples, is not to tell us why we're wrong, simply that we're wrong. Yeah. What? You don't agree in transgender bathroom swapping? Well, then you are a bigot and a homophobe and this, that, and the other. Although being transgender does not mean you're homophobic or a, a, hom- a homosexual. Homosexual, right. Because I have an opinion does not mean mine's any more or less valid than yours. It's an opinion. I have one. 
in the realm of ideas and opinions, the reason why the left no longer debates the conservatives is because they cannot. When your uh, when your idea and my uh, apology, folks, and that's why I kind of waited to the very end to do the politics segment. So we got all the good stuff first. If you want to cut off the last 20 minutes of the show because you don't like politics anymore, I get it. I understand it. I, I fundamentally disagree with it, but I understand it. OK, but the bottom line is this, is that for the last, you know, again, this 20 years has been that that you're wrong because you're wrong, not because I because your opinions are different or don't work in the current world. It's because that we have decided that you are no longer accurate. You are no longer correct, period. End of discussion. But no there's nothing proof, in, there's no debate, no, Because, in, again, in the realm of ideas, they can't win. Saying that, oh, we need bigger government, more government that can take care of every aspect of your life is wrong. Because as we've seen time and time and time again, it has failed. Saying that this that this healthcare program, which by the way, has fundamentally failed at every single level. And that's without anybody fighting it or dismantling it, because we had no power. We, the conservatives, had no power to get rid of it. We do now. And you better believe your bottom dollar, we're going to. It's costs are more safety percent more. Crazy proven fact. Across the board. And you're penalized if you can't afford it. That's correct. Well, there's subsidies. Not for Not everybody. Enough. And the insurance you get isn't much better than what you had when you didn't when you could go to a hospital, say I don't have any insurance, and then have it written off because you're too poor. Right. And I don't have to travel a hundred miles to see a fucking doctor. Because no one takes it anymore. There are now two insurance companies uh in the uh um uh whatever they call it, the uh marketplace here in Ohio. Yep. For Obamacare, yep. for health, affordable health care. Two. And Aetna's leaving in March of next year. So there'll be one. Cost across the board up 60%. It is now far more expensive. And the entire point of this was let the government handle this. We'll make it cheaper for everybody from the top down. And that is what happened. That's the reason why people voted the way they did. A reason. Telling us that that we should not worry about people coming across the border taking those jobs because they're going to pay uh, towards things the way they are. Well, for one, they're breaking the law. The rule of law means nothing. If your main candidate can get away breaking federal law across the board many different times, and that's not including the shady shit going out with their foundation, which is being investigated. But then you say you can have tens of millions of people break the law illegally and come here and shit all over those people who did it, who did it legally. And don't tell me they're contributing or paying because they're not. They don't pay federal taxes. The only thing they might pay is sales tax if they buy something when they're here. And that is not enough to offset everything those illegals get while they are here. That is a reason why they voted. Octale is absolutely right. This was a populist revolution. The problem is for them, and this is what the left can't get their head around, is that the populist revolution since the beginnings of Marx has always been workers of the of the world unite. What is it? Only your chains can bind you? Uh-huh. Well, guess what? The workers of the United States are uniting. They're uprising. But they're not going liberal. They're not going communist. Uh-huh. They're not going Democrat anymore. You can't tell us this, that the economy is fine, don't worry about it, that we can spend all this money and these 200 sanctuary cities are going to ignore federal law, which is already on the books, in defiance of the president-elect who said, I'm going to enforce the law that is on the books that has been enforced for 150 goddamn years. Get two middle fingers to the guy making 40 grand a year with a, with a wife 
and three kids and a mortgage telling him he's overprivileged. He needs to pay more and worry about the guy coming across the border from his own country because he thinks he can do better here. You know what? Fine. You can do better here than come here legally. My ancestors did. Yours did. And mine didn't have a pot to piss in. Neither did mine. I'm third generation. We're just now getting our way. This is the United States of God in America. Nobody from the home country came here because you had money. No. You came here because you had you nothing. You had opportunity. And you were, they didn't have a choice. No. You want to take this, the Irish? A million of oh, them I came know. here because they were dying. They were starving. And they came here. They didn't come here illegally. They didn't cross the border. They showed up at an island, got their names changed, got their papers, and they got in here and did something. You keep cutting in and out on my... That's because you're... Uh, batteries flashing on the side. Oh, okay. Back. Sorry. Am I saying they're superior to Hispanics? Absolutely not. Can you look at a white person today and tell if they're Irish or Italian or German or English or anything else? No. No, because it's a goddamn melting pot. And that's what it meant. When the melting pot idea came in at the turn of the century, the turn of the 19th century and the 20th, that's what it meant. You had all the different European nations coming in, intermarrying. Everybody had an American culture, and you couldn't take, a, you couldn't look at somebody and have any idea what they were from the next. Not by accent, not by culture, not by belief. That is not the melting pot we have today. Now it's everybody is special, everybody is different. And the American dream, and we're now told it's a bad thing. You just had fucking, what was it, Hillshire or whatever it was, uh, uh, university, took down the American flag and refused to fly it, despite protests, because they said it was too offensive to people after the election. That's bullshit. That the American dream was fine in the 20s and 30s and 40s, it does not applicable anymore, because it is a white man's dream. The American dream was you have a job and a family, a house and two cars to call your own. That's the same now as it has always been. I'm and it's pretty colorblind. sure that that's colorblind. If a millennial wants to have have a fucking scooter and an apartment downtown, fine. More power to them. That's their version of the American dream. But don't tell me it's a white man's dream. And that's another reason they voted the way they did. And the populist movement is not over. The Brits got it started with Brexit, with rushing the Tories back into power. The Canadians, mm, they went ultra-liberal uh, with uh, Trudeau. That has not worked out. I would see that rebounding relatively soon. Australia, they went conservative. France, Hollande has said that he will not run. He is now the most political uh, uh, by the polls, historically the most popular, or, or sorry, most unpopular leader in the history of France since fucking Louis the Sixteenth. Wow. The only question for France is how conservative are they going to go? Are they going to go with Le Pen, which is right wing, right wing? We're shutting the borders down, getting our shit together, and everybody's doing their own thing. And we're, good. we're going to a 40-hour work week. We're going to be more like the United States where people are going to bust their ass and make something of themselves instead of having this, this nanny state, which is what France is now, and that's why they're, they're faltering so bad. Or are they going to go with Sarkozy's little group, which is a conservative group, kind of like the GOP is today, the Republicans. More of a soft-core conservative, more like a 35-hour work week. We're going to start bringing business back. We're going to lower taxes, that kind of thing. Telling me that because... I somehow have a two-income house. I have a white privilege that the world has been easy for me. It's not easy. Why are you working two jobs if it's so fucking easy? Well, but you know what? You got to go to college. That I had to pay for. Oh, but at least you got accepted. So what? People get accepted all the time. Oh, uh, life is much easier than, uh, than it is for a minority. 
I don't know if that's the case. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But don't tell me I'm privileged. Don't tell me because I've worked my ass off my whole life. And my brother has, and my sister has, and my parents, my dad worked three dad goddamn worked three jobs. jobs. I never saw him before the age of 13 because he was never home because he's either at Sears or he's at the police station or he's at a gas station where he's working three hours. He was working, and I look, honest to God, 15, 16 hour days. That's what he was yep. working. Not sleeping, not traveling. That's what he was working. Well, my parent, my mom stayed home with us. You can't do that anymore. No, God, no. White privilege. That's why really? people vote the way they are. I'm white privileged. Apparently, we all are, regardless if you had a choice. Well, you, you're not saying you did, but that's the way you came out, so that's the way it is. No, it's not. I'm sleeping in a corner of your basement. <laughs> I hardly think I'm privileged. Well, at least you got a house. There's a lot of people out there who are homeless. That's my point, and that's the only thing. It doesn't matter whatever you it bring It doesn't up. matter they what you They can always have say. some anecdotal, non-provable fact that they can throw out there. Jeez. This And folks, you understand, this is this is... Years and years and years of anger building up because, and, and I, I, for a lot of reasons, you there's no down. outlet for it. And this necessarily isn't the best place for it either. My simple point is, is to show you exactly the reason why people are voting the way they are. Because this has been going on for 15, 20, 25 years, where we've progressively been told that we are the cause of all the world's ills. As if somehow I was the king of England who brought up the British Empire. I was Queen Elizabeth. Or I was the king of Spain. Or I was this, that, or the other. The Irish haven't ever ruled anything. No. I don't care if you're English. I don't care if you're German. I don't care whatever the case may be. You didn't come here because you had money. You came here because you had no other choice. You had nothing else going on. Or because they put a gun to the back of your head, like did with the Irish and a few others, and said, get on the boat. You're going over there. You're an indentured servant or slave because you're never actually allowed to buy yourself out of bondage. Right. There's no way that a lot of them could. Most of them could not. The vast majority, 98% of them. Again, the point is, don't tell me about some privilege that I supposedly have that I've never seen, never asked for, and never been able to use. I have no problem working for things. And that is a fundamental difference. You have the working people who have voted the way they have against those who have done nothing, who are asked for, they ask for, and are given whatever they like. I know two different people, one of which specifically can make more in state and federal benefits, who has not worked a job since 2007, makes more than I do. The other one makes about mm, three grand less than I do. Food stamps and everything included. That's disgusting. And they laugh about it. She laughed about the one. She showed me. I didn't, I didn't believe her. She showed me. I'm the sucker. Because we were. And she worked all up. her life. She were, I mean, she was like in the workforce like 15 years. She's like, I'm not going back. Why would I? I don't have to. My She's, I, have, I, I have absolutely no reason to. Now, the other gentleman uh, 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 who's making actually a little bit more than I am, um, uh, he was laid off when the the whole when the uh, um, uh, economy crashed. Two thousand eight. And uh, credit where credit's due, he were he tried. He tried getting back into his field. Actually, it's um, kind of similar to what Octail does. Uh, not quite as as technical. He was kind of an engineer, um, but he's fifty three. Oh God. He stopped. There's there's no way he can compete with right. all these young people coming straight out of college. And he's brilliant, 
But again, and I, I, I don't know how much his wife makes. It's not much. But they got two kids uh, getting ready for college. The one is going to get, I, I forget what it is, Pell Grants, whatever. But again, uh, uh, welfare and Medicaid or or, yeah. or, or uh, the food stamps and everything else that, they, that he has. If you add it all up, it's more than I make. His house, about the same as ours. Nice. Not not a mansion, not huge, but again, affluent community, suburb, nice. Got he got mortgage or uh, mortgage relief, debt relief after the uh, again the recession thing. He got that, so you know he doesn't have to worry about that as much. His cars are already paid off. He just he's getting a new one. Oh God! They're able to pay with with his his wife's uh, income. And no, I'm not giving out I'm not giving out names and and for the gentleman who's listening because I know he listens to the show. Look, I'm not begging on you. I'm not throwing you under the bus. I'm using you as an example. And unfortunately, there's a lot of those examples, and that's a problem too. Because the motto of us has always been, you work hard, and you get that chance to succeed. Maybe you do, maybe you don't, but you bust your ass, and you take care of your own. And my party, in a lot of ways, has started to lose that sight of that because they got flustered when we were losing all the minorities because we weren't giving anything to anybody. And these people were coming over here or coming up trying to work into their own. And I'll tell you what, though. As time goes on, African-Americans are going to college. They're getting good jobs. Hispanics are going to college, getting good jobs. Asians, not so much. For whatever reason, they, they are more Republican. You're seeing a lot of these people starting to vote conservative. Because now that they have a paycheck, now they've got a house, now they've got family values that, that, that matter to them for whatever reason, now that things are changing, they're becoming more, you know, because I haven't done anything. You're seeing those start to change their political views. Right. There's a reason why Trump got as many of those demographics as he did. Did he win them? No. It's going to be years before that happens. But it's a trend that's started. All the young people overwhelmingly vote Democrat. They always have. And what happens when they get into the late 20s and 30s and 40s when they have a life that they have to defend against a government who takes most of their stuff. They change to Republican. Or at least they have some of the same values. And maybe that's not an automatic pull for the Democrat. And the same bullshit. Well, you're not, you're unpatriotic, not American, if you don't accept the election results, Donald Trump. Really? I don't think it was Trump, but Jill Stein and Hillary Clinton, who cost tens of millions of taxpayer dollars for recounts that didn't matter, were never going to change anything in Wisconsin and Pennsylvania and Michigan. And you know the net total more that she got, Clinton did in Wisconsin? One, One vote. vote. One vote. In Michigan, I believe Trump came away with a couple more than he had. Millions. Oh, I understand that it's constitutional. I understand they have the right to demand a recount. But that that me- uh, mechanic is in there in case the election is in doubt. We're it talking by a couple doubt. hundred or a couple thousand. We're talking tens of thousands of votes. And that wasn't the case. That is why people are mad. That's why they vote the way they do. When people go out there and they're fucking protesting, saying, not my president... For a guy who hasn't taken office yet because you're pissed off that your person didn't win? When you're melting down and crying during election night because you're in the Clinton uh, uh, headquarters where they're going to have their supposed party with their glass ceiling in the building? 
I'm not saying we shouldn't have a female president. Absolutely, I'm on record for years having said which one I prefer. Condoleezza. But not this one. If she would vote, she'd win by a landslide. She would. I don't know about that because she's tied to Bush. The pro- point is, you take a look at her like, okay, this is a person who knows what she's doing, who has the background. And is not crooked. Someone who's credible. Someone who's got the experience. She won't do it. And I'll blame her. Because she doesn't want a life dug into. Well, more power to her. And for the record, she was a Democrat most of her life. Yeah. But she was more of a Truman Democrat, a blue dog Democrat. I don't have the answers to everything, all the problems in this country. I don't think anybody does. I don't think anybody ever will. The problem is you have one side willing to at least discuss things, and you have another side they are saying, nope, nope, la, 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 racist bigot, everything else. Or they're going to shout you down. Or threaten you. Because that's what's been happening is the Trump delegates have been getting death threats now for weeks, basically since the election ended, to change their vote before, because the electors aren't, you know, by law, bound to vote for the person they say they're going to. But this goes on with what Jonathan Pye and what Octale said, is you can no longer expect people to vote a certain way because you threaten them or tell them they're bad people because they don't. If you don't vote my way, if you don't agree with me, if you don't have my worldview, you are a bad person. You are the problem in the world, not us. We're the ones that are trying to fix it. You're the ones who have fucked it up. You have your religion? Okay, well, you can talk to your invisible friend on your own, quietly, in your basement, where no one can see or hear you. Because you're going to offend somebody. Yeah, that happened before, too, in the catacombs of Rome. Now, we're not at the stage yet where we're going into Brown Stadium, setting up a bunch of uh, crucifixion you know, crosses and nailing people up there while the lions are chomping at their legs. Not yet. This is how it starts. And you may see, you may think that that's wild and outrageous and, and a audacious comment to make. Mm. You wait. Because we used to just, not we, but for hundreds of years, used to screen down Jews too, label them, tell them they can only have expressed their faith in quiet, in one room, somewhere in their house where nobody can see, in secret. Now, it never caught up to them, did it? Ever. And not just during Nazi Germany. That's not the first oh, time. I know. That's not the first pogrom they've had. Nope. All right, so this took a dark turn, but a necessary one, I think. And this is one of the reasons why I've, I've faced, started to face politics out of it, especially because we don't have a counterbalancing opinion. I might be a little more uh, adverse to or a little more open to having you know in-depth discussions going forward if I had an opinion other than mine to balance it out, and we don't. Even people like um, Hawkeye, for instance, who never talked politics and I always thought was more of a liberal guy, is not. Mm-hmm. And we had the discussion once, and I asked him, I said, well, I, you know what, I, politically, of all the people I know, I, I know pretty much where everybody stands. I said, but I, I don't with you. And I was kind of surprised when you said that on the air. I said, well, because I'm tired of getting yelled at. I said, I'm tired of being, you know, bad-mouthed by people. And this was, what, a couple of years ago that I had the discussion then, or uh, a year ago. Yeah. And it kind of leads into this thing. And he's not the only one. I've had other friends I've talked to in recent times that I'm surprised by the opinions they have. And unless it's a, a private discussion where people aren't going to, you know, overhear or listen. In Hawkeye's view, I can talk about it because he said on the air in front of everybody. Right. Other friends of mine or, or acquaintances at work or in person or, you know, my personal life, I can't. 
No, that's they're they're breaking your confidence. Right, and, and because they don't want to be labeled as such. They right. don't want to be afraid. I don't want anybody finding out that, that you know, I, I'm, I believe that you know, marriage between a man and a woman. I have no problem with two people of, of the same sex getting, you know, some kind of civil union, but a marriage should be this, that, and the other. Okay, well, you do that, and you get people outside your door. You'll get fired from whatever your job is. Well, I, I don't want to get yelled at because I, I believe people should, there should be some kind of vetting service for people that come in. Uh, look at that Somali guy who just knifed in and, you know, ran over those people in Ohio State. He's a legal refugee, a permanent citizen of the United States. No vetting process whatsoever. Nope. All right, so there's your fill of politics going forward, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, don't get used to it. You're not going to hear much from me. There doesn't need to be. You know what? I, I tell you what. At the end of two or three or four years, if things are going well for Trump, if he's actually done the majority or at least in part of what we wanted, what the agenda should be, then maybe I'll come back here and I'll toot my horn if things go well. But I'm not going to you know, sit here and bloviate and brag because we won. Winning's, you know what? Winning's the first step. Right. The you know, smallest. That they, and I tell you what, the reason why, and you should be gun shy. All these Democrats and liberals, they, they shot it from the rooftops and, and bragged about how they won in 08 and 12. And, and the, these historic uh, uh, elections. And they've screwed things up worse than they've ever have been since, they, you know, since the Civil War. There's a reason, and, and Octave was right. It was an absolute ref- refutation of everything that that guy's done in eight years. Because he was not the change we had hoped for. And though I didn't vote for him, I, on record, hell, I'm on the air of having done it. Hoping for the very best that he would follow through on somebody promised. Of course. But he didn't, quote unquote, drain the swamp. He added a big, thicker, more expensive layer to it. Now he's going to go golfing off into the sunset. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy where I shut my mouth off only to have the person who voted in completely uh, fail us. And how anybody can continue to defend President Obama is, 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 for his policies is beyond me. If you truly believe he was such a great leader after what he claimed he was going to do versus what he actually did or in, case, in this case did not do, then you were very easily deluded. And I would never want you to vote for me if I was to run for office. Imagine the dirt they could find on you. But this is it. <laughs> this might be enough. Uh, it probably is. <laughs> But that's it. You know what? In a way, I'd be a horrible candidate to run for office because I have nothing that makes me interesting. There's no scandal. There's no, you know, uh, 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 child out of wedlock from a woman that no one ever heard about. There's no, you know, there's no criminal record. There's no drug use. You have no no skeletons. But you know what? Most people don't. No. The vast majority of people don't have anything they would give a shit about. But in a way, that makes you boring. It's like, okay, well, then you've got nothing to connect yourself to the common person. You know, the common person doesn't have a lot of this stuff. Oh, it was a coke fiend back in the 80s. <laughs> President Bush. <laughs> no, I was a prolific drug user for years and years and years and years, President Obama. I don't have that. Those were storylines. They were bad storylines, but they were storylines nonetheless. I don't have any of that. I don't. I would be very bland. I'd be fine for your city council. Hey, there's Amp. We can talk to him. He's up in the grocery street. What's going on, Councilman Emperor? Hey, what's up? Your storm sewer's backing up again? They take care of that uh, pothole over on your street? All right, we're good? All right. That's me. 
That's what you get. You don't want me in the White House. Not with a button under my finger. I'll push that button. I'm like, you know what? These nukes have been sitting for the 50s. Let's see if they still work. <laughs> you don't use them, you lose them. <laughs> Let's detonate one off the coast of Korea, North Korea, just to give them an idea. That's a pretty nice nuke you put underground that we may have felt. Here's what they look like above ground. All righty. <laughs> All right. That would never happen. Or would it? Good Lord. I'm declaring my presidency for 2020. <laughs> Ever bust. Right. I can use my rugged amp or the bust. Ah. There you go. That's a pair I can vote for. Aha! Works on two levels. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Level one, there you level go. two. All right. All right, it's 1030. I don't want to hear it. We haven't gone this late in a long time. We haven't done an actual three-hour, three-hour show in a long time. It's been three hours minus commercials. All right, folks, uh, real quick. I want to thank uh, No Wise from Peak Radio for hosting us. Um, it's mine, all the politics talk. Uh, content is mine to choose, so I don't know that it matters, but there you go. Uh, da, 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 da. I want to thank um, Scrub Puppy for continuing to run our Facebook page. My appreciation. I want to thank myself for grabbing all the articles tonight because I'm awesome. Uh, don't forget to join us on uh, uh, Facebook and on Twitter at Emperor's Court for both. Please donate and give us your money on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com, for hours and, hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of other content that you can pay to enjoy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the money you actually pay us is actually put towards the show. Uh, as example, a small part of that was actually put toward the Omnisia, but uh, mostly goes towards paying our fees and all that to keep us on the air. And for small upgrades that we get over the, uh, uh, once we have enough money, is the course of the year. So it is greatly appreciated and put to good use. Uh, I think that's pretty much everything. We'll be back here next Sunday. I don't think anything's changed. Uh, I don't think we have anything to plug. I should have hopefully more news about my streaming uh, in the near future once I actually start getting going on that. Uh, I idea what the hell I'm doing. If you're an artist or know how to do some video creation, I have some need for you. Uh, let's talk. Emperor1G at Cox.net. Email. For those who have an opinion, maybe you have a comment, maybe you have a, uh, an idea about what we talked about tonight, politics, gaming, whatever, send it. Emperor1G at Cox.net. Yes, and thank you for correcting me on the amnesia. Got it. All right. Uh, bad manners are better than no manners at all. Breast wishes at... Are-